I feel like you can't see me or I'm dark. Oh, no, I, I can see you just fine, Ricardo. Okay. I can see you just fine. <laughs> yeah, man, I can see you just fine. We good. We, we live, man. And here we go. Episode five of BNB on the clock. It's your man, Coach Fresh, and my co-host, JB the Kid One. We are back What's again. Up? Another week, another early episode. I know, folks, the episodes is coming earlier, but next week we will be back at our regular schedule Fridays. But this week, because I'm on vacation still and I'm going away this week, we couldn't do a Friday episode. So we're doing it earlier in the week. So we're giving y'all an episode. We're not stopping the content just because I'm going away. We're going to keep it flowing, keep it rolling. So to start the show, we're going to do what we do. We're going to get on the clock by taking a drink. It's a shot Cheers. of clock, baby. Cheers to my bro. So we're getting on the clock right here. Yes, sir. Hold up. I'm a little old. Hey, no problem. Oosh. I'm up. So now we on the clock. Yeah, I'm on the clock. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's start it out with, you know, let's start out with how was your week, man? You know. We did our show early last week. It was your first week back home. So how was your how was your week, man? Let let the folks know how your week went. Uh, you know, uh, I went to work. <laughs> as soon as I got <laughs> back, uh, I was they had me going to work. And uh, after that, uh, freaking sorry, that shot messed me up. <laughs> 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 hey, hold up. Whew. All right, so yeah, I went to work, and then uh, I went into a four day. Uh, I spent the first. First day, just like uh, the backyard, it looked like a jungle back there. So I've been tackling that for the last three days, and it was looking rough. Uh, but yeah, uh, then we went to go see Space Jam today. Oh, cool, cool, cool. How'd you like? I personally didn't think it was a bad movie. I'm not gonna sit here and say it was better than the original, but <laughs> I feel like it's biased. I tell you what, though, no shade to my man LeBron, but he's as bad as Beyonce and Lion King, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that little emotional scene, bro, at the end. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, his actor was bad, but I think yeah. it was a good. I think it was a good kids movie. Like, I think it was great for kids. My yeah, son nah, loved it. I tell you, it was a lot of innuendos in there too. Like, you oh, see yeah. a lot of stuff going on in yeah, there. I was like, yeah, yeah. It was a whole lot of. You see all the product placement by Nike. Nike did a hell of a job with their product placement, though. Like, they was killing yeah. the game. Like when My he dropped this, yeah, <laughs> when he dropped it, he dropped it into a swoosh. Like, oh, right. Nike was all, Nike yeah. was all over the product placement. Nike did a great job with their product placement, man. They made sure you knew this was a Nike movie. Like, yeah, facts, facts. Uh, I mean, like in the first one, they did Pepsi. They did a lot of name brands in the first ones. Like, yeah, it yeah. was, it was a lot of product placement in the original, but in this one, like they took product placement to a whole different level, though. <laughs> Man, I go Don Cheeto. I can I always forget why he's a top actor. Like, oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really good. I gotta say, he was really, really good. I ain't gonna lie, that little boy that played the son was like uh, Bryce for a minute though. I was, Yo, I was like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> but then when you see the, the when you see the see Bryce now, Bryce oh, yeah, nah. smaller nah. Bryce nah. in the smaller one. Bryce in the smaller one. Recent pictures of Bryce was like, oh, Bryce, 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 a real teenager. Like, <laughs> nah, yeah. Yeah. Like he almost looked as old or maybe older than Bronny. Like he looked, yeah, like it was listen, and you know, Bronny the old is like mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. My week was good. You know, I uh I went away last weekend. Um, I went to go see family down in Virginia. We went to Bush Gardens, 
Uh, we had hey. a great time. We had a great time in Bush Gardens. Y'all get it for free? No, nah, I wish we did, though. Nah. Hey. For real, not even for vets, they don't do the whole thing? I don't know. Nah, you get one they free do for, Yeah, for military, they do. But if you're a vet, they give you a discounted ticket price, which was cool. It wasn't oh, the full okay. ticket price. So that was great. That was cool. That was a cool thing. Um, but yeah, man, we got we got in, got on, um, got on some well, they got on some rides. I didn't really ride anything because I couldn't really try it with the shoulder still. But I like rode one ride with my daughter because she made me get on it with her. So I got on the one jaw with her. But other than that, like I really didn't ride no rides or anything like that. I was just there. It was fun to be there just to see their reaction, see them have fun, watch my son punk out on roller coasters with his cousins. Oh, it was great. It was a great time. My other son, he's a whole, the oldest, he's a whole roller coaster fanatic. So he was on everything, trying to be on everything. But he also yeah, yeah. acted like a whole teenager. It was like, I ain't really having no fun. My friend's not here and all that crap. But at the end of the day, he was smiling, laughing, running around, acting like a kid. And that's all that mattered to me. Right. I had right. fun. I had fun down there. Um, and now we back. I I got today and tomorrow home, and then I'm out again. And I'll be in Orlando for the for the foreseeable days. So I come back Sunday or Saturday. One of them. So I think it's Sunday though. We come back somewhere around there. And then I'll be back home and, you know, and I go back to work on Monday. Good two weeks off, a great break from the post office. It was definitely well needed, well deserved. So definitely happy that I got it in and got a chance to spend time with my family and I'm going to get time to spend with my wife's family. And, you know, we're just going to have some fun. Um, that's we're really going it. down uh, to Orlando. That's you and Tasha. Me, Tosh, and Sierra. Me, Tosh, oh, Sierra, Sierra. And then Tosh's sister, Maisha, um, Tasha's mm-hmm. mom. Tasha's mom is going, and I think one of Tasha's cousins and one of uh, Sierra's girlfriends, Jasmine, is going, I believe. So we're all going to Orlando. It's going to be a good time, good little fun time. Um, yeah, I got to shout out who I'm wearing today because, like I said, I'm going to promote Black-owned businesses and Black brands on the pie. So today I'm going to shout out my man Antonio Radish and his clothing line, Red Dot. It's my guy, man. He's a sneakerhead like myself. Um he is probably one of the biggest sneakerheads I know. He might even be bigger than me when it comes to the sneaker things. We met, uh, man, like 12 years ago in a sneaker line. We kind of knew each other before, but we really didn't know each other. But we was in us. We was in the old days of sneaker releases. We was in line together at three o'clock in the morning trying to get some J's. And we kind of like hit. We really became cool after that. And we just been cool ever since. That's my guy. Uh, so I definitely want to promote his brand one more time. Red Dot Clothing Line. You can check him out at Red Dot Clothing. Um, you can check out his Instagram page, um, Red Dot Clothing. And, you know, he also does catering, too. So and he does security. So he does a lot. And he got a couple of different like, business dang, ventures. God, <laughs> yeah, he got a couple different man. business ventures. But that's my guy, man. Antonio Radish shirt, Red Dot Clothing. Um, yeah, so we on the clock, as we like to say, and as we want to as you want to hear us say more and more during the show now, we're going to start using that because that is what we are when we talk on this pod. So yes, we're going sir. to jump into we're going to jump into our first topic of the day. And our first topic of the day is game six, the Bucks win, which I didn't think was going to happen, but it happened. I kind of had that feeling. And we're going to talk about Giannis's legacy also after a amazing finals performance. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 50, yeah. 50, 50 and 17 or 50 and 15, something like that. It was, I know he had double digit rebounds yeah, and so he, he had, had 50, 50 points. Yeah. And then he had five blocks. Don't he had five blocks. blocks. Yeah, he had five, five big blocks. Big ass and, blocks. 
Yeah, he was listening. Um, unbelievable performance. And he went 17 for 19 from the line. I can't leave that out. He went 17 for 19 from the line after struggling for the line most of the series. Most of the playoffs. Most of the playoffs. He closed out the way you're supposed to close out. He yeah. he was definitely he definitely closed out and he made he made the Bucks champions, man. Listen, and you can't forget Drew Holiday. You can't for, forget Chris Middleton, who both played big in this series. Drew was locking everybody up. Like Drew is an awesome defender, man. Like I can't listen. I've been a Drew fan since he was a six since he was at UCLA, actually. And when he was a sixer, I was even more of a Drew fan. And I was mad the night he got traded for Michael Carter Williams and somebody else. And they wanted to try this whole process situation. But I'm so happy for Drew Holiday. I, he well-deserved, great player. Um, but we're going to talk about the Greek freak. We're going to talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo. And we're going to talk about... Game six and where the Suns lost that game because two games straight, the Suns could have won it and forced either a game seven or they could have been closing out the series. And I and I still go back to bad, horrible in-game play by Devin Booker. Like he had some bad in-game decision making. And, you know, the Kobe comparison, I'm happy he pushed that to the side. I was like, that's not me. But if you really look at it, his in-game slot selection and decision-making kind of reminded me of Kobe. Kobe has Kobe made a lot of bad in-game decisions. In, in-game decisions at the end of games, he's a, he was the greatest shot, bad shot taker ever. The stats show it. It proves it. Kobe was the greatest shot, bad shot taker ever. And Devin Booker did a lot of those same things. Like that three in game five where he hit like the fadeaway three, that was a bad shot, but he made it. So everybody loved it. But in reality, it was a bad shot. The play drop was great. His decision not to pump fake and just go up and shoot the fadeaway. I, mm, I, he made the shot, so I can't say how bad it really was, but he made the shot. Um, but, you know, the end game, you're trapped in game five. You guys are, you guys only need one point. You're trapped. I don't like Monty's play call of going ISO with him. I believe that Monty should have went pick and roll in game five. He should have literally went back to what worked to get him that bad shot, actually. You go pick and roll. Yeah. You use Aiden and Chris Paul in the pick and roll, have him come off of a flare screen like you did the play, like you did in that play, and let him get that shot or let him get another shot. Instead, you put the ball in his hand, spread, go five out, and ISO, and what they did was smart. They put P.J. on him. They let P.J. wall up. Giannis came over and walled up. And then Drew came from behind and got the steal because he didn't have nowhere to go with the ball. But as soon as you saw the wall coming, the ball should have been coming out your hands. It should have been a pass. Swing, swing, you relocate and get a better shot. There was, there was too much time on the clock. You didn't have to rush anything, and you were only down one. Um... But you live and you learn. And then and then in game six, it was all Bucks. Bucks just like especially closing that game out. Giannis, Giannis uh, was a monster. I was about to say, I want to correct you. It wasn't all Bucks, it was all Giannis. Uh <laughs> when your 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 main dude scores 50, it's like literally like half the points. Yeah. That's all that's all you. And then you add five blocks on it. That means you do uh, both ends of the uh, ball. 
Uh, yeah. I got to say, um, what it probably impressed me most, so like a lot of people know that are watching, uh, I'm always delayed when it comes to watching the game. So I, have to, I right. usually watch the game uh, the next day mm-hmm. uh, at work or something like that. So I was watching it. What impressed me the most was the free throw. So side note, I don't um, – how I watch the game, I don't get ESPN alerts. If like a game is on, I don't get none of the alerts. So I'm as surprised okay. as everybody else or whatever. Let's okay, not check okay. Facebook or Twitter, but I don't get right. no ESPN alerts or nothing like that the day of a game. So that way I wake up. I don't know the score, nothing like that. But for the president most was probably the free throws. Like I felt like Giannis was determined to not go to a game seven. Absolutely. And then, so that's why I was like, the issue I have with Devin Booker, and I, uh, everybody gave him the Kobe comparisons was more so, and everybody know I, I studied Kobe. Like, I studied mm-hmm. Kobe. And you are a Kobe expert. I'll give you that. The issue I had with Devin Booker, yeah, he has a quote-unquote killer mentality, mm-hmm. but you can't have a killer mentality without no without no bullets in your gun. That, that's, yeah. that, that, that's, that's the issue I have with Devin Booker. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. He he calls for the ball. He is a Mamba mentality guy. Give him that. Uh, when he's on, he's on. But the difference between him and Kobe, and that's why I say it separates him, is his IQ. His IQ to me is not there yet. Great. Right. Could he get? Could he get there? Yeah, I, absolutely. I agree. Uh, rest in peace, of Kobe. If Kobe was here, I'm pretty sure that little detail he had on ESPN, he would probably had a nice little joint oh, on yeah, Devin absolutely. Booker. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, hey, watch the tape, but. Uh, I felt like one. Uh, I also put the blame on Chris Paul. Like I feel like Chris Paul, as much as like, yeah, it's your your window is closing, bro. So like, I felt like this was a time for you to step up. Now, granted, I don't know how bad. Even though it's so crazy because I don't like using the injury game, but I know he wasn't hundred percent. Right, but nobody's hundred so, percent at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that season. point, Giannis wasn't hundred percent, but he dropped a fifty right. piece nugget, right? So I can't even use yeah. that. So fifty piece, time. fifty piece. Uh, what he order? <laughs> he, uh, well, yeah, chicken he had 50 nuggets. He said not forty nine, <laughs> not fifty one, fifty. Oh. It'd be a fifty piece chicken bitty. Uh, but not, but I would say like Giannis, I feel like, um, I'm going to translate, like, kind of going to his legacy. I felt like his resume kind of like, if you, if you would have retired today, he's in the hall mm-hmm. of fame. Yeah. And I feel like that, that should speak volumes. Uh, I like the quote from, I want to say, I could be wrong, but I want to say it was, it was Stephen A., or was Jalen Rose or ESPN, and they were saying that right now he's the top player in the NBA. No, my bad, I'm tripping. It was my guy Shannon Sharp. I remember now. My guy Shannon Sharp. He's like he's the best player in the NBA right now, which is a fact. Yeah. Which is a fact. I can't really dispute the fact that right now he's the best player. It, for me, I like I'm big on resumes. So you look at for me, I take a comparison. I think me and you were talking off the off the air one day. I think we were talking mm-hmm. about the best big men. Yeah, you look at it, you got last Joel. night. Who's actually making this comment? This is last night. Also, you got Joel Embiid, you got freaking uh Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis mm-hmm. doesn't have a chip, Joel doesn't. But you look at Giannis, he's supposedly a big man, which everybody says he is. I'll give him that. He's a big man, whatever. And right. he has a defensive player of the year, two, two MVPs. No, I thought he had uh just one. Only one? 
Just one defensive player. Yeah, two, yeah, MVP, okay. two, two MVPs. Right. Two, two MVPs. MVPs. Uh, I want to say like four or five All Stars. First team All. Uh, you know, what I'm saying he has a all these whispers call it, and now he has a championship and a Finals MVP on top of all that. Uh, right. He's a third kinda, player. He's yeah, a third, third player, player for the three for the trio. Yeah. So like, with all that being said, it's just like you got to kind of start looking at the all-around aspect, I guess you could say. Like, Giannis right now, to me, is the best player in the NBA. However, comma. Oh, man, here we go with the commas. Uh, I feel like who's – even though he has – he's 22 right now, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on Luka bandwagon. Uh, I, I'm, on, I'm on, I'm on Luka bandwagon. Can we talk about Luka when we get to yeah, – We, 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 we talk a little more about the Olympics, but I just want to say, like <laughs> – Right now, Giannis is at top, but I say I will say he's leading the new school, the new wave. I should say. Yeah. And I feel like Giannis is leading that whole thing. It's just funny to me how all of our international players are taking over the NBA. That's just wild to me. I didn't. That that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. That's, that's wild. Man, Jokic that's is how the global, MVP. <laughs> that's how that's how global the game is now. That's how that's how global the game is. The yeah. game is global. If you look at it, your top bigs in the league. Except for Anthony Davis, are all international players. Joel mm-hmm. Embiid, Jokic, Giannis. You know, you run down the list, and most of your bigs and some of your wings are all international players who are not U.S. born. So yep. yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, real. but it goes back to what most people say was either the dream team effect or the redeem team effect. You can take either one. And you can say they both played a part in why the international basketball game is the way it is these days. Like you start with the dream team and you look back at 92 and you look at how that team was formed and how they went over there and just destroyed everybody. But they made everybody love basketball too. Yeah. Like Mike was a global figure. As much as people don't want to admit it, Charles was, Barkley was a global figure at that time. Like he was a global name. Yeah, not just for what he does on TNT now, but as a player, he was oh, no, he was no. that guy. And then he you was think too, uh, my one of my favorite uh, uh, players of all time, Magic Johnson. Johnson, right? Magic was on that team for '92, mm-hmm. and then if you look at '08, the Redeem team, that was a killer team with Bron, Melo, Kobe, D Wade. That team was that team was unreal. That was a cheat code all by itself. Cheat freaking code. That, yeah, that, 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 that was the year uh, Kobe won MVP. Yep. Yeah, and Giannis, Giannis um, you have to say, yeah, he definitely is. If he's not one, he's 1A or 1B as the top player in the league. I know people are always going to go to Kevin Durant. I know people are going to go to the Kevin Durant statement and say Kevin Durant is the best player in the league. He's the most skilled player in the league. And he is the guy. Listen, if if his if his foot is half an inch, half an inch small, like I read a comment and I read a quote, and this quote made perfect sense. If Kevin Durant's foot if a, is a half an inch smaller, Giannis doesn't make it to the finals, and people are saying Giannis is a bust. But because Kevin Durant's foot is a 15 and a half and not a 15. He, he makes that shot. It's a two. They go to overtime. He's tired. They lose. But that's not 
you know, that doesn't take away from Giannis's greatness or how well he played in that series because he was magical in that series. Yeah, but for people, say, they were yeah. but people were going to say that if Durant makes that three instead of a two, and Brooklyn was in the finals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, only, I ain't gonna hold you. I can't really dwell on this because of what right. if Chris Paul would have right. got traded to the Lakers? Right, right. No, listen, like, I agree with you. I agree with I agree with you on the what ifs, but there's a lot of people who make the strong case that Kevin Durant is the best player in the league. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand what people are saying, right? But the issue I have for the first time, like the reason why I can't, I would never give it to Kevin Durant because I feel like he's never had to carry the burden of carrying the team on his back. Now, this is the first. Okay. This is, this is the, literally the first time I've ever seen him legit. Like, hey, I got y'all. And to put the team on his base, back. And he looked like Jimmy Butler at the end of the at the finals uh, last year. Like, that's yeah. he, like he was hurt. Like, you can tell. He was like, bro. Like, I ain't got no character. Like, it's easy when you got like, ain't nothing but help. Like, you're right. But when you got to put a like, team on your back, it's not. That's why I said it's really not for the faint of heart. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not. Like I say this, everybody says, uh, for instance, I always compare Luca and Trey Young, and I was like, the difference between I feel like Trey Young and Luca Doncic is one. Luca Doncic, he he could easily get a triple double. He's like walking a triple double, right? Right. Mm-hmm. The difference is that Trey Young would be like, "Yo, I got us. I'm gonna put you in the right place to succeed." Where Young, right. I mean, with Luca, is just like going through the motions. So I feel like that's the difference between two. Like Trey Young, like I, I, I got you. Like don't even trip. But like, right, uh, right, right. I feel like that is what separates. That's why I said I appreciate Giannis because Giannis is like, even if y'all not hitting, I'm gonna go out here like ball out on my little bum leg or whatever and do what I gotta do to quell up the series. And that's what I feel like. Legacy is got that's the tangibles for me. So like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his legacy is solid. Like he is the guy. Like, listen, yeah. take nothing away from him. Like foul shots and all that like you can go all those routes if you want to but when it mattered most he showed up and showed out like that 50 piece ain't, ain't a small number you know like he showed up and showed out and he showed up and showed out in these finals and a close like, out he, a close out game to drop a 50 piece bro you up there you up there bro yeah 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 definitely 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 definitely, definitely 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 so moving right along on the clock we moving on the clock here, so we're gonna talk about the NBA draft and free agency. So and and rumor <laughs> trades. We're gonna talk about all that. We're gonna talk about rumor trades, free agency, and embassy, NBA draft. I just wanna um, let y'all know I'm the, I'm the next world out here. So I if I tell you something to listen to me, okay? I got people man. on the inside. <laughs> all right, what's up? What you got for me, Rich? All right, man. So we're gonna talk about the draft first. I think um I think the top five is mostly locked down on where it's going to go. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I think K is number one, even though reports came out today that Detroit's yeah. not fully sold on him and they're looking smoke, at another smoke player. Screen. Smoke screen. It's smoke bro. screen. It's smoke a smoke screen. screen. Like, smoke if you're not looking at him as the number one pick and you go somewhere else, you're dumb. It's just, <laughs> you're it's just as bad. It's just as bad for Detroit as y'all did when Melo was the number two pick and you guys picked Darko Milicic. Like, I will never forget that. We can go back to 03 if you want to. Y'all need to revisit that and realize, like, y'all passed up on a franchise player to get y'all a role player. I'm still tripping off of that one. I'm still, hey, you know, the crazy so, part is I was too little to, like, to understand the concept of that. So, yeah, like, I, I after didn't. I, so after I got older, I was like, who? <laughs> who was <laughs> 
But you made the joke right there. Like real rap. Like I never understood why. Like Dark Darko. Who the yeah. hell is Darko? Like nobody knew. He was overseas, man. Listen, but you know they made that decision. They had to live with it. And Melo went on to have a Hall of Fame career. See, I think this draft. Uh, so, what do you think the Warriors will do at seven and four seed? Do you think they'll trade it and try to go get Bradley Bill? Or do you think they'll keep it and just draft two players and build for their future? It depends on what they're trying to do, like how fast, like, because they got Wiseman. Wiseman is a solid center. Uh, mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think Wiseman is the perfect fit for the Warriors unless he buys into the system. It's key okay. because Wiseman on any other team is putting up numbers. There, he's probably going to average like 15, 16 points, 10 rebounds, if that, you know. Yeah, like he's gonna be he's gonna be with uh Jareko Jareko whatever his name was John Jareko right. or uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Bogut or something like that you know like okay the, but I was like it depends honestly it depends are they building for the future or are they just like hey we trying I mean, to they get still back got a, they still got a window you got Steph and Clay you got Clay coming off for two years of rest so but here's the thing about Clay. I gotta see it first that's just me now it's different I'm not saying he ain't got it no more I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, just like you said, I had to see if Kevin Durant was going to be the same after the Achilles injury. They for saying, me person, for me personally, you got to think for big ass injuries like that. Yeah, I only know Adrian Peterson and Kevin Durant to come back, and nothing be wrong with him. Like that's the thing. They saying they saying Clay look like Clay. He don't look no different. He hey. he looks like himself. And he that's like the he, case. He ready. He ready to go go. I'm about to say that's the case, then I would look at here's the thing though. Like, what about uh what about uh Bradley like Bradley Bill? Like it's I'm confused about that. Like he's gonna play the three now, like or Clay will play the three, like because Clay could play the three and he could like I mean they're interchangeable, they're wings. So in today's basketball, the three is not really like the 80s, 90s three where he was kind of big. He could post up like they don't play that style of basketball no more with the three. So I gotta see. I honestly, I would have to see like what kind of what kind of pass. That's a that's a lot because I do. I, Andrew Bug. I say Andrew Bug. Andrew Wiggins is bugging if he doesn't want to stay the Warriors anymore. So like, yeah. That's what I said. Like if you trade him, I was like, you trade uh, Andrew Wiggins, you're missing out on a wing defender. But yes, you also got Kelly Oubre too. So it's like one of those things. Yeah. Like. I don't know. It's hard. With the Warriors, I can't predict. Honestly, that's one of the things I literally got to watch on draft night to see what they're going to do. Because yeah, if they're good I, for I'm, the future, I'll say, go ahead and just take what you can. But now you want yeah. to ask you what my Lakers are going to do? Sure. We, we go right to your team. <laughs> you know, the Los Angeles Lakers, you know, they're looking to uh, they try, they get rid of – They're trying to get rid of two people. Super that. We're yeah. trying to get rid of – they're trying to get rid of KCP and Kuzma. They're Gotta trying go. to get another superstar in. There's rumors that DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry want to move over there. There's rumors that they're interested in Dame. There's rumors that they're interested in Russ as being their new point guard. Um, so also- I'm about to say it's a lot they will have to do. So, like, it depends. Like, so, my Lakers, it depends on what they could they want to do. I personally like the Kyle Lowry of it all. Because Kyle Lowry, to me, he never gets hurt. I can mm-hmm. depend on him day in and day out. Same thing with DeMar DeRozan. Like, I could actually right. depend on Chris Paul is kind of shaky. Like, as much as I would love. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. Chris Paul and they talking about Melo possibly going there. 
So I, I've been I've been on the Melo train since he's been out the league. Hey, he was out that league with Hoodie Melo. So I've been wanting mm-hmm. him on the team, but at the same time, like if Chris Paul if Chris Paul comes back, then like he's in the lab with LeBron. Like, but I figure he he's lead by example anyway. The locker room would change. It's to yeah. me, I, I'm not worried about which piece they get. Cause I feel like anybody links up with LeBron, they can make it work for the most part. LeBron wants them. There's a reason why LeBron wants them. Absolutely. So, so now it would be the more so for me, like, okay, who are we getting as far as, like, the surrounding pieces? That's key for me because I feel like we – you build a bench, bro, I'm fine with it. Well, we ain't got a bench, bro. I don't care what starters you have, bro. <laughs> like, who – Got to build a bench. Yeah. In the league, you got to build a team. You got to build a team. And I was telling Stars you, was win, like, but you need a team around. Yeah. No, nah, facts. I was about to say, that was my thing. I was like – Every team that LeBron won a championship on had a legit bench. Well, you mean to tell me you could throw Dwight Howard, then you got JaVale McGee on the backup, you know what I mean? Like, it was interchangeable pieces that were actually solid. When you got mm-hmm. people like Andre, Andre Drummond, as much as I was like, he cool if he plays like he was in Detroit. You right. Know? But if he's not playing like he was in Detroit, I don't want him. I don't want him. I, so that's the thing. I don't I hope that like if they keep their draft pick, I want them to draft Sharif Cooper. Anyway, okay. Uh, Sharif Cooper is my my point guard. Uh, he's the brother of uh, Tia Cooper. Tia Cooper, yeah. Yes, that played for the LA uh, LA Sparks. So we kind of one of those perfect little just little storylines to throw up in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they don't, then I hope they package a good pack. I I wouldn't mind Bradley Beal either. I mean, shoot, we package that up and get it out of here. Or so, do you want mind Bradley Bill and Lakers uniform? I mean, who, I who wouldn't who wouldn't mind Bradley Bill and their team's uniform? I'm about to say he just he just led the league in scoring. <laughs> I take him, right. <laughs> but I think right. he, honestly, I think that, I think that he would be a perfect perfect fit for the Heat. And I don't think nobody that. Oh yeah, him and Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's but, so. Uh, in other other news around the league. Um, let's talk about. The fact that the Sixers have not been in contact with this, the reports have been that the Sixers, except for maybe like two or three people in the organization, have not been in contact with Ben Simmons since his birthday. Now, supposedly there's supposed to be a team that's supposed to be getting in contact with him to go out there and work out with him in L.A. But supposedly yeah. they haven't been – he's been ghosting them. I personally well, I mean- think – <laughs> go ahead, go. I'm, I'm, you go. I'm about to say, nah, I'm about to say, if I was Ben Simmons, I don't like y'all right now either. Y'all talking shit about me. I'm not talking to y'all. Did you hear what my boy Joel B said to me about me in the interview? I'm not talking to none of y'all. Was he lying? I'm not talking. You supposed to have my back. I don't care. In public, you supposed to have my back. Talk to me in private, whatever. Don't Bro, there, how, can you, how can you have his back when that was the question that was asked and he didn't lie? Like, I'm not lying okay, for you, okay. I say. Okay. I'm not no. lying for you. No, like, Reggie, that's something you, that's something you don't do <laughs> on a team. You're supposed to have my back. <laughs> no, no comment. Is. No comment. That, that don't work for nobody. Uh, no comment. Oh, my God. We're going to go. To, listen. No comment. I think that Ben Simmons should just be traded. He of should be gone. Exactly. Like, the, the trade, I must, the trade yeah. should have been happened. It should have been done. But there's also things around the league that they're not getting what they want in return. I know the Warriors have already backed out of that deal, saying they don't want no parts. They don't want to give up an all-star for them because um, the Sixers want an all-star in return. Um, you got to 
you gotta you gotta figure out how you what's the best deal for you. I like the Bradley Bill deal that I saw today. Like I saw one, mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, I think Brad Bill would be a good fit. I'm, I'm always gonna want Dame. I think Dame is the perfect fit for this team. I read somewhere where somebody was like, I don't, I was in a Sixers group. That's where it was. I was in a Sixers group on Facebook. And the guy was like, when did Dame Lillard become Jordan? Nobody's saying Dame Lillard is Jordan, but he's a better fit for what the Sixers want to do with Joel Embiid. And you can't say, waste yeah. Joel Embiid. Like, you're wasting Joel Embiid right now. Dang. It's almost as bad as you wasted AI. Ooh. You gave AI what? one legitimate team, and then you wasted the rest of one. the years. But gave him one. Okay, you gave him <laughs> but one. First of all, and, but first of all, that honestly, let's not even talk about that team because I don't even think that's a team that that didn't deserve win. <laughs> hey, it's so funny because when, when you're older and you start looking at who he had on his team, you're like, bro, listen, stop playing, like for real. Like, that's how great he really was. Like people don't yo, realize how great he really was. Like the great, the like he don't get his credit. Never get a ring. People don't get how great he really was, and they don't understand Man. the fact that he was he was legendary in his in his way at being six foot, 168 pounds soaking wet or whatever you want to say he was. Listen, man, like, dude was great. And he got wasted here in Philadelphia. And now Joel Embiid at 7'2", 280, the monster that he is, he showed that he can he can go a season. He might get nicked up here and there. But listen, he was able to go and really go and get you exactly what you needed all you needed was somebody on the wing that could help him and close out games. Y'all didn't, y'all don't have that. Tobias Harris is not that answer. He he didn't show up in the playoff. He didn't show up in that series against against um Atlanta. Uh you don't have Ben Simmons didn't show up. He's 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 not that guy. He's a facilitator who can't who doesn't and doesn't and wants to shoot. It's not even that yeah. he can't shoot, it's, it's he, he doesn't, doesn't want to. Want to. And that's a mental thing that they're not going to be able to get away from. So, a history in the Ben Simmons, too, for those that don't know, I want to say Australia. Yeah. Aust- mm-hmm. Australia. Yeah. So, when he was down there, that's where he's uh, from. He went to Monte Verde for high yeah. school. Right? Mm-hmm. When he went to Monte Verde or whatever, that was his, like, so first of all, Ben Simmons is a spoiled kid. His dad, Spoiled them, you know, right. like growing up or whatever. So, like, I feel like Ben Simmons has been the title. He went to LSU just to BS. Like, okay, I guess I got to play Yo. college real quick. Yeah, so, but he didn't. He showed at LSU. He wasn't willing to shoot. Like, yeah. so this is not something new with him. This is just who he is. And, and then the, the crazy part is when they went, remember, I always bring back the summer league joint when he balled mm-hmm. out. He, all he did was shoot to prove Correct. a point. That was just so to I, prove that he could shoot. That was it. But that's why I was like, that's when I realized, okay, you choose to. My issue is Lonzo Ball, okay? I'm going to keep on saying this because I'm a big Lonzo Ball fan, but I hated his jump shot. And I was like, he has to fix this. And every year, he has a brand new jump shot. Why? Because he works on doing it. He's with, like, lethal shooter on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, he's in the lab working on it. This man is going into 2K. Picking up a, a custom jump shot maker, and he make it a jump shot, and he brings it to ben the is, NBA. Ben is on the bench chilling with his feet up. I mean, on the beach with his feet up chilling with a beautiful with a beautiful lady. That's what he doing. Like that's what he doing. He's enjoying life, and that's where it's going to be at. 
I, I don't want to go like a little bit. Six are goofy. I just forgiven him that check that he did. That's the only issue. I mean, no, because you didn't. Have I agree, to but you, uh, have to give him- you had to you had to extend his rookie deal, so you had to. So you 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 had what, what year, to. He was what 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 year is he in? Because you're I'm entitled to five years. So this is what? How long you in? The this league? was his fifth year. This was his fifth year. They so had to we, do it before his fifth year. They had to do it before his fifth year. So what I'm what I'm saying is because no, no, you no, didn't no, want no. him to go into free agency, you didn't want to allow him to go into free agency. So you had to max just like they got to max out and beat this year, which they're going to do soon here. So what you I'm, got you had to max him out then. Like so he, what was, I'm he was your is, franchise. But listen, if you got Ben Simmons, because you get a uh, you get a two year with then a two year uh, team player option, option. yeah. To a, with team options, the players ain't got no, the rookies ain't got no choice. So right. you, so this would have been the year right here. You would give him, a, you would say extend or whatever, or trade them. But you wouldn't have that a whole witcher color. So, but they didn't uh, want to. They didn't want to wait that long. Like they, they believed in him. Like at the end of the day, they still believe in him. Like they really don't want to deal him. Like I'm going to keep it a bean. Like I know people down there, and they don't want to deal him. Like they want to deal him because that's what the city is begging for. But in reality. They never wanted to deal him. They don't want to deal him. Like they're really not trying to deal him. Like they're just trying to appease the fans by saying they are. But in reality, they don't really want to deal him. Like he's going to be a six. I don't think they got a choice. They ain't got a choice. He got to go. I mean, he in our eyes, he got to go. But in their eyes, he's fixable. Doc Rivers loves him. Okay, cool. And they thought they can fix Carson Wentz. Guess where his ass is at now? Indianapolis. Ha. Ooh. Wait. But he also wanted out. So you gotta see. There's a different. Ben if you just said really go, if, if Ben Simmons is ghost, y'all, you don't think he want to poof be gone? No, because he came here right after the season with Rich Paul to make sure that he wasn't getting traded. So he doesn't really want to leave. Okay, okay. Because at that time, now. that was the time that you should have said you wanted. Like you, your agent, y'all could have pushed for it right there. I want to be out. First of all, we all know is, we all know Rich Paul is a gangster. Okay, so you know he keeping everything but, with his but, poker face. But that's no, but no, no, listen, but that's what he did with Anthony Davis. They went in the office and said, We want out. Like we're not trying to because hold on, you can't compare it to Anthony Davis because LeBron said he wanted Anthony Davis to begin with. It was already out there. But Anthony Davis had already Anthony Davis already wanted to leave no matter what, though. He didn't want to be in New Orleans no more. So listen, he didn't feel like they was building a team around him. So the difference here, but here's the difference with Ben Simmons. The difference with Ben Simmons is there's a team around him. He's the one that's fucking up. So that's why he don't really want to leave. Reggie, if me and you are on the same team and you ain't got my back in the press conference with everybody, all they make a memes about me. That don't shit don't bother him, yo. He's not that type of guy. He's 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 not that guy. He's light skin, my name, bro. That's exactly. That's exactly why he's sitting there on the beach with his chick. Like, oh, I don't care. They're going to pay me and I'm going to come back and play. And I'm going to be the same guy. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about none of that. Because if he wanted out, he would have asked to be out. He's one of them dudes. If he really didn't want to be there, he would. They would have said it. The reason why I know they don't. They're not saying it is because he don't want the pressure of going nowhere else, yo. Like this is a pressure he he feel like he can deal with, even though he don't realize that this is not the place to deal with pressure. I'm gonna tell you why I can I relate to Ben Simmons. If I'm Ben Simmons, I'm not gonna let it be known that I want out. I want y'all to be like, we're gonna trade him, let the, let the city trade him or whatever. Because in my, if, I, if I look at it, you're like, because right now, if he requests a trade to leave, it looks so bad on him. 
So you a punk. You just gonna walk away because you didn't do whatever. I'm Bro. not playing that role. I promise you. It's Bro. all about optics at this point. So he goes. The like, optics oh. is he ain't wanted here. That's the optics. So, but listen, but listen, if the he wants to make it a team to say it, if I say after a bad performance like that, yeah, it's time for me to go. I gotta get up out of here. Oh, so you, you it looks different from when you it looks like I, I want to say you look like he blew a game, but if you like really didn't want to be already, so, he already proved he blew the game. That's so, but so, but let's prove it. Listen, you can watch so the listen, tape for that. You can watch the tape for that. You you can't you can't make that statement and not say he didn't already blow the game himself and not saying, watch the tape. But, but I'm saying though, you have am more ammo now. All right, so yeah, his game look like he blew the game. If he said literally after a bad game, I want to leave. So you didn't want to be here in the first place. So that performance, you really blew that, man. Like, wow, we all that's know he crazy. Blew. So, but listen, okay, we know it, but it's different <laughs> when you. It's a difference when certain actions happen. I'm gonna force the team. Hey, y'all gonna make that decision. If y'all want me here okay. to keep me, I don't. Like you said, I don't care. But if not, then shit me. But the team did it. I didn't require. I didn't say nothing. Even though oh, technically yeah. that's what I really want. That's why I said I feel like Ben Simmons trying to play it smart, so he's not looking like the bad guy. Because if he requests the trade, he gonna look so bad. <laughs> he gonna. Look, not so long, he gonna look. He gonna look smart because he. If you know anything about this city and these fans, they gonna eat him alive next year. Hey, they, they hey, gonna eat alive. him alive. I tell you what, if he come back next year and his first shot another three, I swear, no, his first so, shot better be a three, not a pass, not nothing. I'm pulling up from. I'm screaming, Jimmer, where I shoot. Listen, he better do something because it's it's oh, not man. looking good. It's not, not it's looking not. good. All right, yeah, let's let's move on from this this so sad topic to another sad topic. So we're gonna talk about the Olympics. Oh, so we're gonna talk about Team USA men's basketball. That's another true. loss. This time in the opening game of, um, I believe it's group play. Yeah, uh, they group lost. Play. Yeah, yeah, it's group play right now. So they lost to France by six points. Um. In the game, they were up by seven. France went on a 16-2 run to close the game out. Yes, sir. And Team USA was in control for both of this game until that 16-2. And you know what the sad part about that is? I don't know if you can go – because when they ratchet, when they turned their defense up, that game looked like it was over. So I don't know if they put it in cruise control. I don't know if they just – didn't feel like France had enough weapons to come back. Like, cause you get like that when you up with that much time left and you're like, all yeah, right, yeah. Well, it's over. Like we got it. Like this, right, this right, is locked. Right. We're going, we going to light it up. Like we, we can, we can score when we want to, we can do what we want. But what France did, which most teams should do against team USA is they put two bigs on the floor and they put three shooters out there and let the floor get spaced. Man, I got I got two reasons why the team USA lost. Okay. Okay, go ahead. First reason is Greg. The second reason is Popovich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going I right can't. to the coach. We're going right I to the coach. Stand I'm Greg to this. Popovich. This, this is a drink moment for me. <laughs> Greg Popovich is trying to play run the Spurs system with a team of alphas, except Jeremy Grant. He's not no alpha, but we're going <laughs> to with a team of alphas. Like, I'm like, bro, me. like, 
Jeremy Grant not an alpha, Javel McGee not an alpha, and the boy who Man. named I can't, re- and the boy who named they brought that I can't remember. He yeah, he's either. on the Spurs. He did like a Spurs like on the fifteenth man on the bench, like. So he's a Spurs. So that's why he's on. This oh yeah, team. yeah, I, yeah, I was trying to figure yeah. out why he was on the team. I, me too. I had to look him up. I had to look. Him I, up. I, didn't, I didn't look him up. I didn't care. Like you, I don't really understand why you're on the team. So. Hey, I see his name on Bleacher Report. I was like, who the heck is this? I googled it. And I was like, really, bro? Pop. Pop bringing wow. in pop guys. It's, uh, I was like, my issue is one, Greg Popovich trying to run the Spurs off, and it's not going to work. I feel no. like the, it, the what made uh what was the previous coach? Uh, it slipped my coach my K. Head. Yeah, coach, coach K. K. I'm tripping. Coach K. He knew that he if he let the players do their thing, right? He had like I said, like let's go back to 2016. He had Melo, Draymond. Uh, who else was on that team? I can't even think off the top of my head, but if you can go back to 2012 or 08, hell, even 04. Oh, no, he had mm-hmm. 08. My bad. Forget it. How many Olympic joints he did? Was it two or three? I want to say he had. Uh, might be three. I, might I be, can't. Three. Might be might three. three. But I was like, even still, like, with those teams, you got, like, Kobe. But they can coach themselves. They know what they need to do. You know what I mean? And I feel like even if they like everybody, like I like your uh, what you keep on saying, like the whole, the whole big thing. Okay, whatever, cool. They have bigs. My issue is you really brought in bigs for that reason. But did they really bring in bigs that are, that are serviceable for that? Like you didn't bring in a like like here's my issue. Here's my issue. If you I'm look listening. back at if you look back at all those teams, 08, um, 2012, 2016. They had legitimate bigs, like a legit. They had a Dwight Howard, or they had they had a Chris Bosh. They had like they had legit guys who play down low, who get busy. As much as I like Bam, Bam is undersized for the international game. Bam is undersized for the league. To be honest, as a big, so I like Bam's heart, but Rudy Gobert was killing the boards last night. Or the other day. Mm-hmm. I just watched the game last night. But he was killing the boards the other day. Like, Rudy Gobert was getting everything. Mm-hmm. Stifle Tower was being Stifle Tower. And Evan Fourier was lighting them up. I love Dame's, I love Dame's quote. These dudes don't do this in the league before they national team. They get busy. Yeah. Like, and again, I'm not sure if they're going to medal. I'm just being honest. So I'm not sure they're gonna medal. Like I'm gonna be real. I had them at least probably taking silver because I didn't think they could win gold. And I think they're gonna lose another game. Like if they lose to Iran, I think they played them on Wednesday. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, they over. lose to Iran as a wrap, but it's I over. Would say this. My thing is, I they will... can't lose another game, and they need to beat Iran by at least twenty-five to thirty to make to make this whole. Going into pool play, I mean, yeah, going into pool play, more important because point differential matters in the Olympics. So here's the thing I would say. I The reason why I haven't given up hope on him is because of Kevin Durant. Honestly, okay. that's the only reason he's catching why. Because he's catching the most blame out of everybody on this team with his team losing. And I would say, one, I don't. they don't have good chemistry. They don't have chemistry. And that's a, I think that's a big thing. Like, I, a lot of people was like, want to say, like, I play, still blame Pop, but at the same time, like, the chemistry is not there with a lot of these guys. Like I said, dude, they, they just they got sh- together two weeks ago. 
the issue, and then the legit you have people like Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton just came on board with Devin Booker. Like, so these people that can play, yep. but they ain't got no chemistry right now. So I Drew said, Holiday said the best last night. He said, we just got off the plane. Well, in the interview after the game, he said the best. He was like, it'll come together. This is the first time we was all together. Me, Dev, and Chris just got off the plane. Right. Like, he so, said it best. They just got on the plane. So I feel like with all that, like everything, with everything going on right now, I just feel like once they get it together, I just need – I have one 30-point game in Kevin Durant. And that's going to be the game where you're going to see Showtime basketball in the, in the Olympics again. But okay. right now, right now, they is they – He better bring 30. Off. He better bring 30 the next game. How about that? Because they're going to need it. They going to I ain't gonna lie, guess I ran. I don't think you're gonna need a Brian. And I hate the way they, they're shooting NBA threes in the Olympic game where the line is shorter. Like, stop pulling up from the yeah, logo. I was about to ask you that. I was about to say, ain't it, ain't it the college the three point? Three, it's, it's the international three point line, which is closer than a college three point line. Oh, okay. I knew it was so closer. It's, I don't know say, yeah. it's closer. Yeah, so it's a closer three and point basket, shot. Is it basketball smaller? I, I forgot all the <laughs> no, rules, it's the same so. size ball, but it's. The ball feels different. It's a different yeah. – it has a different grip to it. But the rules about goaltending is different mm, because mm, on a rebound, mm, mm, mm. you can knock the ball out the cylinder. Like, yeah, you can yeah. knock the ball out the cylinder. I think the NBA does need to adapt that rule, though, mm. because it will make it better for the American players who play in the NBA who are going to play in the FIBA games and stuff like that in the Olympics. Yeah. It would make them more adaptable and used to it because a lot of times they're looking for a goaltending call and it's not there. So I think that is one of the rules in the NBA that needs to change to help these players get used to that when they go play international ball, because all the internationals, all the international guys play that in the summertime when they go to their home countries. Like, for instance, Luca, who had 40 last 40 last night. Listen, he's going he's going to take that team to a medal. Watch, I got I got him taking them to a medal. But here's the thing. How about that? And I was telling everybody, and I was like, "Look, the issue I had with everybody. First of all, people were saying like Slovenia, which they are, they're trash. Slovenia is trash, okay? But I was like, right. but Luca, but Luca have been playing international basketball since he was since 16. he was 15. Oh, 15. okay, 15, 15. Yeah. So I was like, you take that into perspective. He been playing. He been playing grown man ball since he was 15. But like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say on international. Just, they don't have a say, college. They don't I was just have, about to say strictly international, though. They're strictly yeah, international. Yeah, they play pro basketball international at 15. So I was like, for him, this is home for him. Yes, this like, is where he this is where he thrives. He's in his comfort zone, and he's at, like in the Slovenian national team. So like yeah, everything it's, right it's now. Guys that he, it's guys that he knows. It's guys he's been playing with for exactly. years. Exactly. This team has been together three or four years. We're a team USA. It's just been put together in two weeks. That's the other thing that I don't feel we have as a team like we're not together so we don't have that continuity we don't have that that unity mm-hmm. of being and these guys love playing for what's on their chest more than what's on their back mm-hmm. where the u.s guys they're all nba players you know they 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 love playing for usa on each chest like they love it right now but it's not something they love all the time mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. these guys they love it all the time like they're Listen, they at every tournament, every international tournament playing together, being a team, like they they build that. So 
I'm about to say another thing too. Ever since the Dream Team was assembled, you got to know that they're out of blood when it comes to USA. Listen, Dream like, Team, Redeem Team, you go either one. Like Redeem Team made it worse for everybody. Man, I agree. I just don't understand why, but I don't know. They piss me off. Next, what's next topic? What's next topic? Hey, hey piss me off. Yeah, we had to do that. Yeah, we had to do that. Yeah, get, get, get your blow in real quick. That, that, that's. Blows <laughs> almost, almost so, packing the joint like some new or something. <laughs> Next topic that we want to clock about we are on the clock talking about the NFC South. Last week we talked about the, the AFC East. This week we're going to talk about the NFC South. We got the Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and I forgot the fourth team, and I don't know why it's killing me. Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and who was the fourth team in the Falcons? Who man, I don't Ooh. listen. Hey, don't scare I, me I, like that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I be having my moments, man. Yeah, my moments, man. Laps don't 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 All try right, this so smart, man. Coach Ridge, who's taking the division? Bucks. If you would have said repeat. anything else, bro. You would have <laughs> said anything. <laughs> Bucks. Uh time, time is still time. And and while they got time with that team, Bucks. Okay. What? I want to know who I want to know who's gonna be the starter in New Orleans. That's my question. Bro, who cares? All right, look, they rebuilding. Okay, <laughs> I got no faith in the in the Saints. Okay, they lost Michael Thomas, like Michael Thomas, for like the first two weeks. Who the hell are they throwing to? <laughs> All right, I mean, but uh, again, I want to know who Alvin Kamara. Drew Brees retired. Drew Brees retired. So who's the guy? Is it Taysom Hill or is it Jameis? So I think Jameis is going to start, but it's going to okay. be. But what I do like is Sean Payne's offense is crazy. So like I really yeah. think you could you could just kind of plug in somebody and you could stay afloat for a little bit. The defense is not as bad as it used to be, so right. know, they can stay afloat. My thing is offensively, like Michael Thomas is that guy. Like you throw, you could throw it to him. You could throw it up. He guaranteed hands. So when he's gone for like the first two weeks, now you got to find some other somebody else to throw to. Alvin Kamara right. is my one of my favorite running backs. Uh, he's not better than Christian, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, though. But uh, talking about Christian McCaffrey, uh, side note, <laughs> hey, them Panthers <laughs> is my sleeper team, though. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about them next. Nah, but the Saints, the Saints, though, I feel like if Jameis sucks, I feel like it would be better for Jameis. Just for I, – I love Jameis. I'm, a, I'm biased. I like Jameis. I'm a, I was okay. a Florida – when he did that little thing in Florida State with uh, Jimbo, mm, yeah. yeah, 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 I was, I was a fan. I was a fan. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll see with the Saints. But okay. moving on to the Panthers. Uh, Panthers, you're the sleeper team. <laughs> hey, that quarterback. They, they, they traded. They traded. They traded for Sam Darnold, which was a shocker. But okay. And then they got the rookie ball. <laughs> I, I might go dust off that Panthers jersey, though. Got Newton <laughs> on the back, though, but I might dust it. Go dust the Panthers jersey, yeah? But you know, like, you're you're from Carolina, so you know, like, so if everybody doesn't know, you know, he's you know he's originally born in Chester, VA, but he's he's a Carolina kid, and, you know. I might have to dust that joint off, man. And it's crazy because I only <laughs> legit only was a Panthers fan because forget Steve uh, Steve Smith, uh, Steve Smith's uh, Baltimore run; it was his. Panthers run right, right. right. Yeah. So right. like uh but I'll say as far as the Panthers, they got the ball, Terrence Marshall. Uh I won the Eagles to get him. Uh okay. Yeah. He was in LSU, I think he was, but uh mm-hmm. he's a good receiver. 
and then Christian McCaffrey's back at 100 percent Yeah. Hey, that's it. That's 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 the end right there. <laughs> yeah, let's you gotta say my shouts. And then uh their defense, uh they had the boy that was supposed to win. Uh he was in the run, I should say, for a defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh Jamie Chen. That's his name, Jamie Chen. Yeah. Uh, so I like their coach. I like their coach, Matt Rule. Matt Rule was a um he was the head coach at Temple before he went to before he went to University of Miami. So I'm a big Matt Rule fan. Um Matt okay. Rule brought Temple, okay. he brought Temple football back to okay back to something you notoriety attention? before yeah. he went to Miami. Oh yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm a Matt Rule guy. <laughs> Yeah, Matt okay, Rule, my okay. guy. I wanted him as the Eagles coach. Don't hey, think the crazy that part is when, that offensive coordinator that came from LSU for the championship yes. team. Yeah. Hey, so they got a very good coaching staff. I look at coaches too. So they got a very good coaching staff. Yep. I think they're going to be, I think they could sleep and become a wild card team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tampa's winning that division easily. Um, the Falcons, I listen, I, Matty Ice, local kid, he's he's Matty Ice. No more Julio there. Um, Julio is in Tennessee. Tennessee. So, you know, it's all about Calvin Ridley and it's about Kyle Pitts, who I think is going to be special. Another local kid, another kid from the area, Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to be he's going to be the deal. I think he could do more than just play tight end. I think he can line up outside and be very special. Oh, no, no, no. I'm about to say Kyle Pitts is that guy. I just feel like uh, because you lost Julio, right? Now mm-hmm. we focus in a little bit more on Kyle Pitt. If you would have kept Julio, then you got to worry about. I think they go ahead. You got to worry about Calvin Ridley though. Don't forget about Calvin Ridley. Like Calvin Ridley puts uh, putting up numbers. I'm, he so been putting I'm, up numbers. I'm not saying that, but you got to look at it from an offense. If I'm a defensive cornerback or I'm safety, watching, I'm going. I don't know. About I got to watch Julio. Julio. I got to watch Julio because he's Julio. Right, but now Julio's not there, so I'm looking so now at Calvin, all my, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I'm looking at Calvin, Calvin Ridley. But now I gotta. Have, I have two people. I got my middle linebacker, which is stupid. But I have my middle linebacker. Oh yeah, I he can't cover, cover, I gotta, yeah. I got and I got to cover, cover safety him. on him, right? So now I got. Yeah. Now I gotta worry about two. What you call this now? So I think now it's it's gonna be harder for the. I will say it's gonna be harder for the Falcons. I only had them winning five to six games this year. Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. So and like you said, I I I, I love Matty Ice because he just throws the ball up. I I always love quarterbacks. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Just throw it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Listen, Matty Ice, Ice can still go. He's still got some years. I do feel like they should have drafted a quarterback, but I, yeah, I'm not mad at the Kyle Pitts draft either. Like, But I do feel like you they should have drafted a quarterback. I'm going to say, if you didn't draft Kyle Pitts at number four, yeah. then something was wrong. <laughs> I felt like the Eagles were going to trade up to get him. That's the that's exactly what I thought was gonna happen. I, I thought that was gonna happen. I thought that was gonna happen, but you know, hey, they I, got when I, say I watched when I watched that draft so close, I was like, bro, if we end up with Kyle Pitts, bro, it's a wrap. I'm sorry, yeah. NC. Hey, I'm sorry, Cowboys, bro. It's say what y'all want. Oh my god, y'all want. I don't, I don't know, man. Listen, I, we're not even talk, we're not going back there. We're gonna stay right here where we at because we're not so going then, back there. But so back <laughs> to your Bucks say they repeat. Only if everybody stays healthy. All the key players, I should say. Listen, they so deep, though. Like, they're deep at receiver. They're deep at running back. Their line is pretty good. Their defense yeah, nah, is – Let's talk about that offensive line, though. Let's, let's talk about that because they drafted that boy. His name is something T-Worths or whatever yeah, his name mm-hmm. is. That right tackle. When I say mm-hmm. people slept on him, like me, I slept. I, I was like – and I'm big on offensive linemen because right. as, mm-hmm. as an Eagles fan, you got to pay attention to your offensive linemen. So, Absolutely. 
<laughs> so when they got Tristan uh, Wirfs or whatever, I was like, eh, eh, you know. But he was obviously, as you can see, he was obviously a steal, and they got him. Uh, I played with the Buckets on Madden a lot, so I kind of know the roster upside down. So, uh, and then they got you know Leonard Fournette revamped his career. Uh, but it goes back to everybody knows their role on their team. If you know your role on your team, you're going to thrive with a Bruce Arias system because he plays a balanced playbook. So, um, so we talked about the Falcons. We talked about we talked about everybody. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I think the Bucks will repeat as division champs. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Super Bowl. I mean, you got to show me that you can beat them. You got to show me you can beat them, man. And then right now, that guy. Oh, right now they ran chance. But however, comma, uh, I will say look out for the usual top contenders. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to sleep on now. We, I just got the alert. I'm pretty sure you did too that uh, Rogers is going to stay with the Packers. So. Look out for the Packers. I mean, again. that was that was that was expected. Like he was yeah. he was he was selling wolf cookies. Like he wasn't yeah, going to retire. But we'll yeah, talk nah. about them. We'll talk about them in a couple of weeks because they come up. NFC North comes up next week. We're but, doing the AFC South, so we'll we'll. I'm gonna say you going. know the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I don't care who they playing, but they're going back. The Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are. Ready I see to you see. on record. I see you on record already for that. So we're gonna hold that thought until we talk about the AFC West. Yeah, of course. So we're gonna hold that. Um, I think out of the end, I think the so we're just gonna talk the visuals. Now it's our Super Bowl. We're not gonna talk who's gonna be there yet. We're gonna mm-hmm. say that so after we finish the whole thing, and then we'll talk okay. about our picks for that. So I definitely think that um Tampa definitely wins that division. They'll okay. be they'll be there, they'll be somewhere in that mix, they'll be in that final four. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I definitely see that. Um I agree, yeah, absolutely. As far as the NFC South. I mean, that's really all I got on them. Um, AFC South, we'll talk about next week. That's the division that I really want to talk about. I can't wait. I think that's going to be that's going to be one hell of a division. I think that's going to be a fight who comes out of there. I know who my pick is. I'm not going to say who my pick is now. I'm just going to hold that till next week. Um, okay. But before. Before we get on the clock for our next topic, I think we should take a drink because this next topic is our main topic of the day. And this is where we want to talk about some things that people don't really want to talk about in our community. But we're hmm. going to talk about it because this is what we do. This is how we are. So, yes, sir. Had to finish off my bottle there. And yes, I drink this. We want to talk about this company and a couple other companies too when we talk about these tequilas. We want to talk about these these sports athletes and entertainers who own tequila companies and are making some better tequila than the tequila that we normally drink. So, Terramina, this is my drink. Um, we're going to talk about uh, today's topic is we got three people we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about Kanye West, Mm-mm. Bill Cosby, mm. and R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So, the question that is, is that can you separate the man from their entertainment. <laughs> so, because Kanye, Kanye and R. Kelly are both music. Bill is TV. He was TV. Can you separate their entertainment from the people that we find out that they are? So, in Kanye's instance, we're going to talk about him and his Trump support and his crazy takes and his, and his mental health. Um, Bill, we're going to talk about Bill. 
outside of the comedy and the TV shows and being America's dad, the man that was giving women pills. Like, we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about R. Kelly, the, the legend, one of the greatest music makers ever, but the man who is accused <sighs> of raping and holding women hostage. We're going to talk about it. Where do you want to start, my partner in crime? Do you want to start with uh, Kanye, Bill, or R. Kelly? You take your pick. I'll let you pick who we start with. We're going to talk about Mr. Bill Cosby. <laughs> uh, so I have a question for you, Mr. Reggie. Go ahead. You know what? Go ahead. Hold on for that. Go ahead. Where are so, your questions? And Mr. Pudding Pop, is he still, America, <laughs> is he still America's dad in your heart? So I never really, okay, so let me say, let me preface this by saying I never really looked at him as America's dad because I had a great father. So I didn't need to look at TV for a great dad. So that's number one. So let me okay. preface it that way. But as far as like the show, the Cosby show and what he did for black people, as far as a different world, the Cosby show, um, I still watch those shows. I'm never exactly. not going to watch those shows. I watch those okay. shows. Like, so the life lessons you can learn from those shows are incredible. I'm, like, yeah, so I'm about to say I'm that's never, it right there. I'm never going to not watch those shows. Like, the Cosby show was one of my favorite shows growing up, and it wasn't because of him. It was more so because of Keisha Napoleon. I was, listen, I, I loved Rudy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and lie. First of all, Rudy's the same age as me. So let's let's do this correctly. <laughs> Let's not act uh, like, let's not act like Rudy and me are not the same age. We are. But Keisha Napoli is forty in her forties. She's not. She, if she's not right. the same age, she's that, that much older than me. America. So, the reason why I watched it, why I watched the freaking college shows is because of good. Denise. Okay, Denise was fine. Okay, I don't care what nobody <laughs> was talking about. He talked about little ass Rudy. Nobody was looking at Rudy. Nigga, I, that was my age bracket. Bruh. Bro, so you mean to tell me when you was like six and you were sitting like, yo, I'm about to get with her. Bro, I wanted, to, I wanted to date Rudy. I didn't, I didn't want to date the oldest. I, hey. I wasn't like that at that point. I'm sorry. I wasn't like that at that point. Again, I'm, I'm in the era where the Cosby show was a regular TV show. I wasn't catching the reruns, bro. For me, the Cosby show was the actual show still. It came on on Thursday nights. I can tell you what time it came on. Thursdays at 8, B. That was my show. Mm-hmm. So it's diff. We different here. Like being you different on this one. My bad. I didn't because know you was in me, the studio audience when it was live, bro. I listen, you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying here? Like, so it's a little different. So yes, but Bill was uh, as an adult when I watch it. Yes, I watch it for Bill because I like his. I liked his parents and style as an adult mm. now when I watched. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. his parents and style and how he handled things and how he disciplined them, and he was a successful black man living in a successful community, and he had a wife. Like those are the things you don't see on TV today for our people. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. right there is what I look at when I watch the Cosby Show now. But as a kid, like I wasn't looking at the Cosby Show for that. I didn't even know what that was. But as an adult, yes, going back and rewatching the Cosby show and seeing that and showing my kids the Cosby show is like, yeah, like when we watch it for that reason, you could get the life lessons out of the show. Like when um, 
when Theo with the shirt, the Gordon Gartrell shirt, and it made him mm. feel weird. And then he decided he actually liked it because people liked him in it. Like, yeah, like that, that happens sometimes in life. Like, you know, like it's something that you don't want that your parents make you wear and you still got to wear it. Sure. So, you know, young boy, come here. I never put this boy on the show, but I need everybody to see my other son. Come here. <laughs> Yo, you are so... Can you just bend down for the camera and say hello? Yo. So now Yo. I got my other I got my other son. Y'all finally see my other son. He's finally over. So y'all can see him on the show. Bye. See you. Get out. What time will you be ready? Uh, 5.30. All right. So... Yeah, so you know, like that's why I watch that show. Like, you know, I watch that show for those reasons. Now, Bill the Person, I've never heard great things about Bill the Person. And this goes back to like comedy sketches from Eddie Murphy. This goes back to DL Hughley and what he always said about Bill. Like when you hear other comedians and how they actually talked about him as a person, it doesn't match the TV person. Yeah, if that sure. makes sense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I've never really looked at him as this great person. Like, now was he a humanitarian? Did he do things for black colleges? Did he make all these endowments to schools to make them libraries and things like that? He did all that amazing stuff. He tried to promote black education on the show. That's why A Different World was made, was to show historically black colleges to kids so black kids would go there. So those right. things, I'm always going to be indebted for with Bill, but the Bill that we're talking about now, the one that just got out of jail, what they talking about back in the day, he was serving women quaaludes, which I never knew what that was until I asked the old head in my neighborhood, because I had to ask somebody his age, because yeah, for I me, heard. they yeah, know what yeah. it was, so I went to my pop, and I went to his homies, and they said that was the thing they do, they did back then. He said that was their that was their norm. He said that was how you you party with the girls, like you get them one, you take one, y'all and y'all get loose and get jiggy. So for me, that's side note, what, America. Uh, you could tell Reggie's age with the words like jiggy. Uh, that's yes, put that out yes. there for the- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I'm older. So, back to what I'm saying. <laughs> so, you know, like those women did that at those times and they were actually wanting to partake in now. You come out years later because of the Me Too movement and these other things. Now it's it's a crime. But it was like over 50 years ago. Like for me, it's like, I don't really know how you judge a man who was doing things in his time because if that's the case, then a lot of things that go on in this world that happened back then, you got to still hold people accountable for today and people don't do that. So how do you hold him? Right. So how do you hold him accountable? Because you didn't hold Weinstein accountable. You're not holding, you're not holding all these all the all his white counterparts accountable who was doing the same exact thing. Yeah, I agree. So how so, do we hold him accountable? But I do think he has to answer for for it, but I just don't think it's the right I don't think they're going about it the right way. So I was gonna say, look, at the end of the day, look, like you said, not saying it's right if it did happen or whatever. A lot of stuff that happened back then doesn't happen now. Uh, if it does, it's usually kept on the rep. For instance, you always see it say uh, Steve Harvey. If they had the social media back then when they did the King of Comedy tour, 
They are probably under some fire right now because a lot of stuff they did was a no-go. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I always say, like, when it came to people, like, they were doing stuff back then, it is what it is. First of all, what's called Spade to Spade? Uh, Cosby's out there trying to buy a network, a major, like a white network. Was, mm-hmm. NBC. And, uh, oh, okay, that's fine. But he tried to buy NBC or whatever. They didn't like it or whatever. And just like they did to Deshaun Watson, they did to Bill Cosby. They tarnished his name. They brought up old receipts, had people. I don't know what happens behind Hollywood. I'm pretty sure there's some under the table payments that happen or whatever. But I'm under the belief like so for me personally, I didn't have cable. So at like uh so at nighttime, Bill Cos- the Cosby show came on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely watching because Denise's ass so was on there personally. <laughs> But I was like, at the same time, when it came to Cosby, like you said, as an adult, it hits a little bit different. All the shows back then hit different when you're older. Right. So yeah. I was like, you just knew like Bill Cosby was over here. You don't touch him. He's um, was America's dad back then. He, he was black excellence. I, exactly. He was black excellence. You don't touch him. You, like, he's up there. He's up there. You just don't touch him. Granted, right. I feel like America's dad should have been John Amos. But that's another story. But I feel like... uh Bill Cosby, that's the thing. Hell, I'm about to say, I grew up on the tapes, so I had all the Fat Albert tapes. I didn't know it was Bill Cosby back then, but right. when I got like I older, I was like, oh, shoot. I literally had, like, I got gifted a VHS cassette joint of all of the Fat Albert little series, whatever. So, with that being said, I felt like a lot of people got upset with my posts when I was like, I was happy that Bill Cosby got out. The reason why I'm happy, I was happy that he got out. One, the motherfucker, 106. Why the hell is? Why is it like he paid for crimes that literally happened before we had? Uh, shoot, y'all were listening to Walkmans and Eight Track probably before that. Like, and then these people that are coming up, they looking like the uh, the Titanic lady talked about. I remember way back when, like, bro, do you really though? Right. If, <laughs> right. If, he, if he gave you a quaalude. And it's like you're not supposed to remember how you got there. All of a sudden, your memory just came back and just jogged your memory. Nah, bro, that is not adding up to me. So that, that's why I was like, I never really agreed with it. And then, like, I got a lot of backlash because I do have a daughter. What does that happen to your daughter? First of all, uh, she's not taking candy from strangers. Okay, first of all, uh, so I'm sorry, your mama's didn't raise y'all right, but um. But second of all, I'm like, bro, and literally that, like you said, that was the thing back then. That was mm-hmm. just like we mess around and we smoke a blunt and we get teed up or whatever. That was their blunt. I guess you want to put it like that. That's what they did. Right. Right. They so, were smoking weed back then. They was they were smoking quaaludes. Like they was taking quaaludes. Like that was what they did. Like that was their time. Like from my understanding to talking to people who are in that right. age bracket, I eat mm-hmm. my own father who was 75. Bill's 86. They're only 10 years apart. They're in that same time frame. And then you have like his friends who are in their 80s who are still alive, who I get to see on occasion when I go hang out with them with my dad. They was all telling me like, yo, that's what we did. He was like, I, they was like, I don't get it now. Why is it such a big thing? He's like, that's not what y'all do. He was like, no, we don't do that. Like that's, that's like, that's like rape now. And it was like, oh, hmm, interesting. Like that's exactly how they answered. Like, hmm, interesting. Like, so I don't, I can't be fully mad at something that happened 
50 plus years ago that I don't even really understand what really happened in the situation because he ain't really talking about it. He ain't even mm-hmm. defending himself. So, right. you know, you get what I'm saying? So I don't know. Um, I want to talk about, I want to, so for me, I want to save R. Kelly for last. So we're going to talk about Mr. West. I'm a Mr. West fan. I can separate the music from the man. I can separate the sneakers from the man. I just need people to understand that, like, I'm a Kanye West music fan. I am a Yeezy sneaker buyer. I am a Yeezy fan. I am a Kanye fan. The man who makes the decisions that he makes, he wanted to be Trump's friend. I didn't agree with that. The man who... Um, has crazy episodes and says some of the craziest things off the wall things like slavery was a choice. Never, never agreed with that. But the person who makes music, like this Donja album that's coming out that I can't wait for, that I set up on Friday at midnight waiting for it to come out while I was on vacation, sitting there looking at my phone like, okay, drop the album. You said the 23rd, 23rd is here. I don't have an album. I'm that fan. If I can get 808 Heartbreaks Kanye back, I'd be the happiest person around. Because you want to know why? Because that music is legendary. That music touches your soul. College dropout touches your soul. Late registration touches your soul. That type of music was different. Pink polo Kanye, backpack wearing Kanye, that's my guy. New Kanye, listen, from what I heard, from this listening party, from people who was there in Atlanta who played the listening party on their phones, I want the album. I can't wait. I'm going to listen. I'm going to promote that I listen. That whole verse, Lord, listen. You got two of my favorite people back together. I'm with it. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Drop the album. I can't wait. The man Kanye, he's the man. Listen, he lost his mom. Again, I keep trying to tell people, when you lose your mother or a parent, period, you go into a different state of mind. And it's the hardest place to come out of unless you have a real support system. And I don't believe and I don't believe the Kardashians were a real support system. So. So I was about to say, now I'm about to say, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I was going to say, first of all, uh, I came up the a little bit different. I wasn't really deep, deep in the Kanye music. However, one song that caught me uh, off guard was uh, shoot, Lord Jesus, alcohol thing messing with my brain cells. Uh, The one he did with Jamie Foxx, but I got sick of this song, but I forgot the title. I want to get titles that. He said, What? Man, I ain't cut the mic on, so you wearing my back. Gold digger? He's a Mar- gold nah, digger? Nah, nah, nah. Marvin Gaye. So, oh, it's the hey, hey. so that was the first time I heard Kanye on the out. Like, first, I was okay. like, Bro, who is this dude? So, that's my right. background. And after that, I started listening to him, and I'm like, Yo. This dude right here. So you said 808. So I was like, yo, okay. 808 is my favorite album. 808 is probably my favorite album. So then I got listened to uh my Dark Twisted Fantasy, right? And I was like, that's okay. a great album. That's a great right? album. So I'm like, okay, Kanye talking. 
and this is where as a like growing up as a young adult where you said you like separate the man from his music because I grew up in a house that listened to nothing but Michael Jackson and I always found you have weird. to se- you have to separate the Hold man up. from the music so listen so I legit I, I can name you every Michael Jackson album I right. got about I can name you 50 songs on the top of my that's how much we listen to Michael Jackson now mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. I literally grew up in the court I'm a, Michael, I'm a Michael Jackson I'm a Michael Jackson fan so I grew you, up in you the can't tell me nothing about, you can't tell me nothing about Mike so I don't care like for me and then like a, a lot of people know that I, I used to study comedians just because I wanted to be one so bad right so, mm-hmm. so you hear the jokes about Michael Jackson this or whatever I we didn't care in our house because at the same we listened to somebody bash Michael Jackson. Next thing you know, we remember in the time they said another joke, bad. Like so, at this time, like you know, I didn't really so, at a younger age. The preference, the Michael Jackson thing, right? Hold on, I want to get inside. Go ahead. I'm even more of a bigger Michael Jackson fan than most people really know. So if you know me, like most people who really know me, who went to like middle school and elementary school with me, y'all all know my mom made me be on the choir. For most people who, who really, really know me, every time I sung on the choir, my choir director always had us do a Michael Jackson song. Who did the lead Michael Jackson songs? This guy. I did Remember the Time. I did Thriller. I did all dance routines and everything because I can dance. She had me do all that. So I had to do the dance routines, sing the songs, all that. You can ask anybody who ever went to middle school with me, who knows me, know, or elementary school, they'll tell you, oh, when a choir performed, you knew a Michael Jackson performance coming, and Reg was doing it. Mm. I'm a Michael Jackson fan. Like, I am a fan. This is not a, like, I can do every Michael Jackson routine. To this day, I'm a fan. Like, can't tell me nothing about Mike. So, I don't believe nothing about them little boys, because you wonder why. You, you parents sent them little boys to that house. You parents put them in that bad situation. Because y'all love Michael Jackson too. I'm about to say, the issue I have with the whole little boy thing, I'm not to try to get sidetracked, but the only reason why I had a hard time believing with it is because it was pretty random. like Right? Macaulay Culkin never said he touched him. Macaulay Culkin never said it. I just want to point that out. Right, and he was was always off too, but like it was just, it was just for me. It was random. First of all, there ain't no black kids was uh, was saying none of that stuff. And it was never no black kids. Just want to point that out too. And what most people fail to realize about Mike was he never had a childhood. So when he hung with the kids, he was trying to be a kid still. And that and legit. And Michael said this on numerous occasions because he didn't have a childhood. He and the biggest, biggest a humanitarian he was. He was going to right. give them the the childhood that he didn't have. So if exactly. it means introducing introducing you to bubbles and two giraffes in the backyard, so be it. And then C. Right. Harvey, one of the greatest comedians of all time, this man says he had money that we ain't never thought about having. All right, let's put that exactly. So yeah, if he wants to dress up like Captain Crunch, I don't like who. First of all, your favorite your favorite rapper dresses weird. Okay, so that that so. Let's not talk about outfits, outfit choices, because boy, his thing is out here wearing dresses, so we we gonna leave that alone. Young Thug just, just dyed his hair pink, so we're not gonna talk. That's y'all favorite rap. See, don't get me upset because I would defend. <laughs> no, 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 all right, okay. We we but, was talking about Kanye. Back to 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 Kanye.
But back to, back to Kanye, no, I would just say that I just have a real, it's not that I can't separate the two, like the man and the music. The issue I have is I felt like the same energy everybody was putting out for cancel this or cancel that because we live in a cancel culture. I just right. find it real funny that because it's Kanye and we just going to forget, like he said, slavery is a choice. I said, let's not forget who this man was. Granted, he ain't some comfortable ass sneakers. He freaking makes some great music, but let's not oh, let's not forget what what took place. I'm 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 probably gonna be one of the one of you people that are gonna be waiting up for his album to drop because I'm interested. I've heard Kanye drop some music in a minute, so that's why that's another thing too. It's like if when just like when I'm a proud member of the Beehive, so when Beyonce drops an album, I'm ready. I got you. I'm there. I'm there. You know what I'm saying so. Like with Kanye drops it, but I was like, my thing is, I like, I just find it funny how in this day and age we can pick and choose who we want to cancel. You're also going to pick and choose what y'all like about him because he was the same person that went on national television during Katrina and said Bush don't care about black people, and y'all all supported him for saying that. But now because he yeah. is a yeah. because he's a Trump supporter, you have a problem with it because he thinks differently. Again, most again, I say this and I believe this. Most geniuses think differently. Yeah, they think different than we I, think. I don't think, it was, that was, think I'm not attributing that to I'm not attributing that message. But I also think he just likes Trump as a person. I think he I, likes Trump as a person. I think, and this is me, just like Wayne. But didn't Steve Harvey had, go sit with Trump? Then we had this conversation. Didn't, yeah, 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 didn't Wayne not, go sit with Trump? So this Steve it, Harvey go sit with Trump. I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. What okay. I'm saying is okay. I feel like it was a business move. There's no way in hell you got some of the prominent black Wheezy, bro. Wheezy. With all them missing dreads, you mean to tell me he went up there to go mess around and pose with Trump and you don't think he cashed him out? Like, come on. Like, that's what I said. Well, even with, with Kanye, it's all business move. And then you look Kardashians. You don't think, that's what I said. Like, uh, like, the Card- like you said, his mental wasn't the same. Like, when you in the Kardashian, he even came out and said he felt like he was trapped in that. Like, he couldn't make any of his own decisions or whatever. You know he what was I mean? in a sunken place. He was in a sunken place. So that's why I said, like, for me personally, but I was like, I just, I just, I was like, bro, like, so we just going to forget. Yeah, y'all just try to cancel Nick Cannon, but y'all going to support Kanye. Like, that's the, right. that's, the, that's the issue I had with but me, I, I figure as a, as a black folk, I'm attacking black folk at this point. Because I don't yeah. like how they pick and choose who they want to cancel on right. different days of the week. That's my issue. But moving on to R. Kelly, because I love this conversation right here. Oh, here we I go. I love this conversation so right now, here. So now, can you separate the music from the man? I'm still stepping in the name of love. That's all I got to say. I'm still stepping in the name of love. But- okay. I So, I want to preface this right when I say it. Mm-hmm. I want to preface this right when I say it. Go ahead. I don't know because now I know the meaning behind a lot of the songs. Besides, I believe I can fly. I'm probably stepping in the name of love. The rest of the music, who he's talking about and what he's talking about. Hmm. Like when you know who the songs were written for. In the time period that they were written. I don't know if I can listen to them songs the way I used to, yo. And I'm just so being real. A, like, I, I almost a, can't a separate. 
I almost can't separate the music. Like when you telling me your body's calling me and that I, I know the meaning behind the song your body's calling me. Like when you tell me age ain't nothing but a number and a noun ain't nothing but a thing and you know like. So I ain't gonna hold you. That's the one, but, <laughs> but listen, the crazy part is. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind and you listen to the words to it. Ain't nothing wrong with even. So here's the thing, right? Right, hear me out. Because uh, the Brush. honorable, the Bishop Lonnie Love, that's what they call him. <laughs> Lonnie Love. Com- <laughs> that's what they call him. Nah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a like a preacher, but he's a comedian, right? Yeah, so I know exactly what he's talking about. So he was saying that uh, it's all who you're talking to. That was his, that was his thing. And his little joy was okay. Going, right? So my thing was, for instance, I don't see nothing wrong with Lil Bumper Grind. You can take the lyrics out of that, and you can make that totally different. Like, as I said, like, I, I think it's different. Age ain't nothing about a number. That's probably the one that you're just like, all right, bro, what you got going on? And I know what I know when I know it. What you talking about? Age ain't nothing about a number. So that that's probably the one that kind of shaky. No, because you know R. Kelly, he used to be at all your mixed CDs when you trying you trying to have that slow jam off for you and your lady back nice. in the day when you was the young boy. You used to mixed used to. <laughs> I joined my Apple playlist. Stop playing with me. Stop <laughs> playing. So, you know, like, you know, like, you got to set. Oh, man, it's, it's hard to separate his music from him because of the, the tone that's set behind his music for me. But do I still listen to his music? I can't say I don't. I do. I'm, I was an R. Kelly fan, so I can't say that I don't. And the songs were songs of my generation. And they were the songs when I used to want to do the thing with the thing and put put the CD in and get it going, you know, like so oh, I can't say because music like that isn't made no more. Like that type of music, that sound, he was different. Like, and yeah. it's hard, you know, like when you hear it, like if you watch the the R. Kelly documentaries. And stuff, and you hear what the women are saying about him and what he did to them and all that craziness. And then I know his backstory about how like he didn't really know how to read and write and all this. It's like, <sighs> like you're killing me here. Like, I just want to listen to the music in peace. Like, I don't really want to know his personal life, but now we gotta know it. And it all started from the video, the video back in the day when he was. Eating the little girl butt out, man. Like it started from there, and it was just like, a, like what? Like, like you can't say nothing. Like, listen, he was in his thirties then. So another thing that used to bother me, I watched. The, so I did watch the whole lifetime documentary thing that came. I, out. I did too. I watched. I watched all of them. I watched it from from all of them, and the one yeah, thing I had too. an issue with is the parents, bro. Nigga. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I I honestly, and this is like, and I said, like I said, I look at everything as a parent now. Yeah, see myself. No, you can't have my, my kid. kid. You can't have my kid. You can't have my kid. My kid can go over there and record music, but you can't keep my kid. That's just not happening. But I'm going First with my kid to record this music. I almost threw my headphones across the room. I'm going with my kid. That's underage to record this joint. That's a yeah. If I can't, if I can't come, I, I'm sorry. Like I don't care if it's life changing or not. We're not doing this. It's not going down that Man, way. 
I'm like, it's what not. in the world? I have never. I don't trust nobody. If freaking Miss Tina Lawson followed Beyonce's ass till today, okay, what makes you think your kid is exempt? I don't understand why. And then this is why I said it was kind of sketch when, and that's why I said this only part of the truth I actually believe R. Kelly. He was like, well, he was basically saying that how he give his parents, his parents paid to have their daughters over there. Yeah. And I was like, that actually makes sense. So when the payment stopped, of course I'm like, you know what? Don't even worry about it, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure they hear my. Story. I'm expose you. I'm expose you now. Yeah, Don't like trip. I, so, so that's why I said I kind of see where he was coming from. And the other right. <laughs> side note, the other part of the story I do believe where R. Kelly was like, she was like, uh, talk about the uh, hog tying, bro. Yeah, he, the, you know, he was like, I don't, I don't even know how to hog tie. And I was like, bro, that's actually kind of. Who teach what hog Like you got to be in a farm in the country to learn how to do that. I don't know that one. That man from the streets of Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> he from the shy. I don't know about that. Yeah, one. Fact, he from the shy. Yeah, yeah. He from the shy. So I, like, I don't know about that one. So I was like, yeah, it's cause that's cause I don't see, know about now, that. One. I do. So I'm not, I'm not gonna discredit any of the females, but I saw. Oh no, no, no. Point. Another point too is like, what they've got to that third age, they could have left, but they stayed. Y'all call it brainwash or whatever. If I want to leave, I'm gonna leave. And granted, I, I I watch my Law and Order SVU, so I do understand like you know there's some brainwashing that goes in. Oh yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, bro, ain't no way in hell they were out there yelling. You see them, the doc, they out there yelling outside the. Nah, bro. Right, right, nah. right. But I will say, as far as his music though, it's certain things. I like how you said like can you like certain songs or whatever like. Yeah, my, my mind is telling me, you know, my body's telling me, yeah. That's another one. I couldn't even think of it that way. But hey, listen, I got a perfect example. You can say that when you cheat. Think True. about it. You're right. You, so have, you know what? Hey, you're right. You're listen, right. It's some things you can manipulate in them songs. You're right. You, you can turn to. it any way you want to. You're right. You're right. When you messing with a cougar, AJ, nothing but a number. So it's a lot of things you can decipher. What, what, what did Willie Knight say when he was on here? He was like, uh, Cause Willie had a quote. Hey, he had a quote. I forgot what he said, but I know exactly what you talking about. Episode three. Willie had a quote on episode oh, three. Man. He was like, uh, it was an R. Kelly quote. It was no, it was Lil Nas X. And he was like, I don't care about this. Like, you can have a song, but I'm gonna change some of the words to fit the way I wanted to go because I ain't doing the stuff he's talking about. But, so, but you're right. That's what I was saying. Uh, it all depends on who you're talking to and what situation. Because I was like, legit, I was like, you could say AJ, but, but a number. First of all, Leah said the same thing. What's not, right. what's not. But we never talk about Leah. She's, right. she's, she's an angel in our heart. But at 16, 17 years old, she's talking about some rock the boat. What the right. are you talking about? Okay, you little ass girl. So, so listen, you were right. And because we just talked about them, shout out Willie, Willie Knight and the Good Doodles podcast. Yes, sir. If you haven't checked them out, please check them out. Hey, they just dropped season two, man. Hey, y'all gotta watch. Yeah, gotta watch that show. Yeah, so it's yeah, good. definitely check them out. Check them out on the uh, new season, man. Um, but yeah, back on topic. Uh, yeah, so you never talk about the other side with Aaliyah. They always talk about the R. Kelly side of things, and you know they talk about him. I just like I said, like I can separate certain things. There's certain things I knowing the history of. It, Knowing his history now and then knowing where those songs was placed at in his life is like ah, it's hard. But again, man, gotta figure out where 
what you like and what you don't like. And if you don't like him because of that, then you don't need to listen to his music. Then. To me, I can still, I can separate the two to an extent. I'm always going to say that I always can separate entertainers from their personal business. Like your personal, People have personal lives and people make mistakes in their personal lives. Like that's never not going to be a case because just like they're human, we're human and mm-hmm. we make mistakes as well. No one's perfect on this earth. No one. Right. So we <laughs> <laughs> got this dumbass net just full of damn kids opening the door on damn time. Oh, uh, so, you know, we got, you got to learn how to separate those things and I mean, some people just can't. Like, if you see the music of the person, you think they're one and the same, then maybe you should stop listening to that person then. So maybe you shouldn't support that person. But if you feel like your support is based off of who they are personally and not what they do professionally, then, yeah, I guess you shouldn't hey, be a real fan. real quick, name, name an artist that like has classics that we sing to this day. Name an artist. Name an artist. Pick one. Rapper, singer, which one we pick? We can do since we talking about R. Kelly. Let's talk about. Let's do R. B. Pick a singer. Let's go, Bobby Brown. And the story. I don't even know what we're actually talking about. <laughs> but yeah, we out here still. We got Roni still, right? We celebrate him. We celebrate Bobby Brown. He just did verses, and we all celebrate him. Yeah, we celebrate the legend. So my thing is a, a perfect example. I was going to take it a step further. I was going to say Whitney Houston. She smoked her kneecaps off, okay? But yet, we still singing I Will Always Love You, okay? And we celebrate her. And we still celebrate it out. We celebrate so my, so Hold that's her what to I, the highest regards. Hold right. her to the highest regards. Exactly. She is the standard. Like, she is the voice. Matter of fact, she's the mm-hmm. voice. So to this right. day, I always say, like, people, like I said, and that's what I never understood as African-American why we don't support? Why we always turn our back on our people? They they make a mistake. They have an issue, or whatever, and that's like, oh, we mm-hmm. cancel. And I I don't want to take away from the Me Too movement because it did need to happen. But at the same time, I felt like the Me Too movement was a little overboard. Just a tad bit to the point where it's like now we. I don't like cancel culture. I'm a very, I have very negative reviews on cancel culture. Because at one point in time, we the tempt all the temptations smoked crack. They was out there. Y'all ever watched that freaking movie? David Ruffin was that. David Ruffin was that man. Let's but yeah, my girl. Okay, but my girl still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So like you're right. So that's why I you're say right. like we still pick we pick and choose who we want to support. That's what it boils down to. Like everybody's like, oh, you cancel R. Kelly. No, you're not, bro. Because if I play backyard party, everybody gonna turn up. If I hit you with the remix to ignition, I bet your ass is gonna. You're right. You're right. People gonna jump up and start dancing. You're right. So, um, but yeah, that's a, that. That's my thing. So as far as like we talked about Kanye, we talked about Bill, we talked about uh, R. Kelly. We could throw a couple more names. Yeah. Kari Richardson. We could talk about a lot of people. Rachel Nichols. Everybody, like, everybody wants to do a whole lot of cancel culture instead of like, oh, they made a mistake. They, they fucked up. We could talk shit about them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, they're still human beings and they still have careers and they're still doing their jobs. Exactly. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, okay. I was going to say that. I'm going to say that. I got to wrap it up. But I just feel like if as American in the black community, if we stop picking and choosing or whatever, 
I feel like the one that really kind of hit home for me because everybody know I'm the biggest wild out fan there is. Well, you canceled Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. But he I got the show like, back, okay. and I'm happy for that. Yeah, yeah. I was excited. I was like, they didn't get that man the show back. We gonna have some problems. I, I wrote a few letters, or I had them on reserve because I was ready oh. to go to war. I was ready to go to war because there ain't no way in hell because he said something <laughs> about some Jewish people. Come on, bro. I know why Kev do that to Nick. Though? Why he give his number out like that, bro? He said he'll get him back though. He, he got him back for the llama. That llama he got him back for the llama. Funny though, funny. that was hilarious though. They both they both got each other though. That was funny. So our last topic of the day, um, the continuing our theme from last week's from last episode from episode four, we're gonna continue our theme of talking about our spouses. So today, we want to talk about what we like or love, or what we or don't like or hate about our spouse. This is what. You know, like this is a continuation of our topic leading up to our spouse episode, which is coming up pretty soon where our spouses will be on here with us. So I'm going to let you go first, good brother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were surprised by that? <laughs> I was like, you go first. Uh, ah, um, I went first last week. True story. So um, we'll start with the, my my likes or slash love about uh, Twyla. Uh, so the one thing is that um, I never really had somebody that legit could match my word for war, war, uh, war on words. Legit, uh, I always felt like because I'm so quick with my comebacks, I didn't really have nobody to match. Uh, but she can kind of go ahead. But she's more so, but I do like it. She's really protective of me as a person. Um, I never really had a female that I dated or whatever the past, like be so protective of me. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those, like, oh, you actually like me, huh? But uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I think your mic is muted. But I was like, that- Trying to cut and... down on some of the background noise, that's why. Okay, it's fine. Uh, but um, I was like, honestly, that was probably one of the biggest things. Um, the fact that she's independent, I ain't really got to worry about how she make how she makes moves or whatever. She can, I can legit go on TVY for a month and don't have to worry about how my kids are getting taken care of because I know stuff at home is gonna be good. Um, like I said last week, how like her sister had just passed or whatever, and she had made sure that I got back from the airport. And we were just dating at the time. We were just dating, and she made sure I got back from the airport from Vegas, going to Irwin, which is a two and a half hour drive. Literally the day after, or the day, yeah, two days after her sister had passed away. So I thought that was a big deal. And her sister were close. So I was like, that was a big deal. But the fact that she's independent, she uh protective, she can hold down on her own. Um, the fact that she bougie, bro. Uh for real, for real. Uh I'm I don't know if y'all caught that vibe yet, but I come from a ratchet background. And uh <laughs> Ratchet is built in my DNA. Uh, I just choose to show it every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that laugh on camera because Nikki, you said ratchet. We not even gonna go. Can we please stay on topic? <laughs> I didn't even elaborate, brother. Said I was ratchet, bro. Hey, but like that's legit. a whole different conversation. Is it though? But <laughs> but I felt like, and then the fact that you can, I can learn stuff from her. Uh, I mm. thought I. Uh, I think that's a different thing. I, I tell this story all the time. Like, 
when I go to grocery shopping, okay, I'm grabbing whatever I want. Like, hey, look, if it's juice, it's juice. I ain't got time for brands. I, I don't care if juice is juice. But she put me on the better apple juice, bro. Like, right. <laughs> I, I was learning, like, little stuff like that, or how to do, but how to budget right, or just like little small little things. I could, I, and I'm always, I was learning, looking to improve on or whatever. I didn't know I needed. So, it's, so uh, I got, so we're, so we're going, we're going to table that right there. Okay. What's your dislikes? My dislikes <laughs> is that, bro. Sh- she can match me when it comes to the uh, <laughs> argument back and forth. I ready to knock her out sometimes. Like, who are you talking <laughs> to, bro? Like, but no, the serious tip. I think honestly, why I, I don't like honestly is that sometimes it's a blessing to curse. She could be too protective. I'm like, hey, bro, chill out. Like, it's not that deep. Like, or she can go from zero to a hundred. Where like I look at a situation like everybody know me. I don't give a lot of situations my time or right. whatever. Uh, if it's if it's not warranted, like my like, bro, it's, like sorry, somebody else said no. And so I'll just be like, bro, okay, okay, like whatever. Right, you you and your cousins. Oh my god. <laughs> but like legit, if it's not worth, like I'm about, about to wait, bro. My life, my time, I cannot get back. <laughs> so I'm not gonna <laughs> waste my I'm not waste my time. But Charlie sometimes has a tendency to go off on a handle. I'm just like, bro, it's not that deep. Like all oh, full disclosure, she. <laughs> She would beat somebody up while she was pregnant with Deuce. Like, the, the oh, scene, like, like, and I was like, this is it's not worth it, bro. Like, I, I'm not fighting nobody right now. So, like, that's a lot of stuff. Like, uh, besides that, though, like, it's not really too much I dislike. Uh, gotcha, I think, gotcha. But I just feel like sometimes she can be a little too protective over her her castle. And right. She feel like you get attacked. Uh, she go, she go right for the jugular. She ain't playing. Oh no! Nah. And she, the thing is, especially when it comes to when uh, certain family members come and attack uh, me, she ready to go for blood. And I'm she just ready like, to wall. She ready to wall. And I'm just like, first of all, I was like, and it's so funny. But I'll tell a quick little story, real quick. For instance, we were at a house party, real quick, and one of my boys, like, can grew up in the army with or whatever. He was mouthing off, going off, or whatever. And him and T were going at it. And he looked at me like, get your wife. I was like, first of all, I'm not about to get in between that. I was talking to her offline because I, I don't think that was the first time. I was like, bro, it wasn't, wasn't that deep, blah, blah, blah. But she was like, don't try her. Don't try me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I had to learn, like, hey, she just don't play about hers. So I was like, right. Yeah, I chalk it up for what it is. And I just feel like sometimes. Side note. So I know for all you people at home don't know what offline means, that means I'll talk to her at home. That's the military term, just to help y'all out. Because I know y'all going to listen to this and be like, what the hell is he talking about offline? Offline means at home. Does not mean oh in God. public. means we will not hold this conversation in public. We will talk at home in the sanctity of our walls, just to help y'all out. I just want to get that clarified for y'all, okay? I appreciate that, <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Uh, so, yeah, so... What I love, what I love about Tasha, how independent she is, how how loyal she is, like not even just to me, but to family and her circle. Like she is like everything you can ask for in a woman as far as when it comes to loyalty, when it comes to being respectful, when it comes to being respectful to you and your feel. 
you know, she is she is everything I could have ever asked for in that instance. And how independent she is. Like, listen, she does things I don't even know about what's going on until I get like an email or something and that shit pop up. Mm-hmm. So, you son, Nick, can come give me five. He walks upstairs. So, you know, like that right there is what I love most. Like, I love just how how loving she is. Like, she's she's the ultimate lover, giver. Shit, sometimes she could be super protective as well over her household and over, over things here. Like, she, she loves beyond the words of love most days. What I hate <laughs> is her sarcastic ass. Mm. Because when you get into an argument with her, it's not an argument. It's a conversation that turns one-sided where you don't get words and everything is very sarcastic. I Like you said earlier, when you was like, you don't really got time and stuff, and you just like, eh, eh whatever. She does that same exact shit. And that shit can drive you up a wall when you're trying to have a conversation with somebody and you're trying to talk about something and they really nonchalant with you, but they're not trying to be nonchalant, but they're being nonchalant. <laughs> yeah, see how your face is right now? That's her. That's why y'all related. That's the bullshit. That's the bullshit right there. See, exactly. Because you're not on the other side of it. You're not on the other side of it. So yes, yeah. that right there drives me up a wall. I <laughs> example having a conversation last night about something. She pulled that same exact shit. I just fucking walked out the room because I didn't have time for it. There, like I'm not even doing it. So <laughs> I can't. But mm-hmm. oh man. So that right there is what does it for me. But overall, I couldn't have asked for a better partner, better wife, better everything. Like. I agree. And she doesn't, and she doesn't hold on to things. Like she'll let it, like we'll have a conversation about it. We won't talk about it, and we'll come back and have a miniature conversation about it, and it'll be over. And that'll be yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that right there is what I love most about her is that she loves me for me. Like she loves me for who mm-hmm. I am, how mm-hmm. I am. She understands I am. She she respects me to the extent of she lets me be me. She doesn't try to change things about me. She supports me in every way possible, like from what decisions I make about where I want to work at to me doing this podcast to be doing the hookah flavor business that I do. Like she supports all that stuff. It is my biggest supporter, mm-hmm. my biggest cheerleader. I couldn't yeah. ask for a better wife in that instance because I've been in relationships where you didn't have support, you didn't have a cheerleader, or you had Preach. a person who talked down to you. And those things just don't work. And I just know I have somebody who's always got my back. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, my thing is, I think with T is like, I felt like for me, it was more so like, I didn't never had that like talk down. I just didn't, I never had support more so. And I think that was, and the crazy part is, I didn't know I didn't have support until I got support. You really got support, right? It feels totally different, right? Yeah. Totally different. I feel like, for instance, it was legit. Twilight could have been out here on the phone talking or whatever while we're doing the podcast. But yeah, I'm like, everybody do the podcast. She leaves and goes to the other room or whatever. Right. Because you know mm-hmm. we're doing the podcast. Like, little small. It's a it's for me. I'm, the smallest thing. It's, it's small. I'm I'm simple as hell. Everybody know me, bro. I, 
I wear slides everywhere I go. Okay. I'm right. triple. I wear white tees and jeans. Like, and that's me. I don't try to get dressed up for nobody unless I have to. Like, that's right. another thing. Like, like you said, I like how you said she doesn't try to change. I feel like I've been in a, almost every relationship where I've always tried to change to meet everybody. Yeah. So like even for me, instance, like even where everybody knows I'm a sneakerhead, I buy sneakers all the time. That's what I do. She's probably my biggest supporter in it. Like she, like if I don't have it or let's say I can't get it at that moment, like she'll make it happen. And right. I've never been in situations where somebody supported what I do in the ways that I move. And she's that big of a supporter. And I couldn't ask for, like I say all the time, and I say this to people, and people would be like, oh, you just saying it for lip service. But no, I really mean it. Like I couldn't have asked for a better wife and partner in this life thing. Like this, this marriage thing is a partnership and it's, and she's, yeah. she's my partner. Like I couldn't ask for a better one. Oh no! If I, like, I tell everybody, I know it's corny, but like if I'm rocking, she rolling. It's really as simple exactly. as that. Exactly. It's really as simple as that, and I feel like the people don't understand that. And that's what I, and I always tell people like married people usually when you kind of peep it when you hang out with other married folk, like you kind of right. See it. And like, like we'll be. I said that's all. Twilight. I said shoot. If I'm going out to a club or a party or whatever, I said I would prefer that you with me or whatever. Exactly. Me too. I, I have more fun with her. I about to say that's a fact. Yeah, I about to say I was like, because like legit, like I took father. I didn't even know I said this. So we just went out first time in Germany. Found the clubs is opened mm-hmm. up or whatever. So we went to the little hookah lounge, or whatever. She was like, I got tipsy. She was like, I was like, hey, look at all this ass in here, and she was with it. Right. <laughs> I said, I said, she, that. That, I said that. That's me. <laughs> I said oh, that. that. I was like, I didn't mean to say that to you. <laughs> I said, well, shit, it sounds like me. So, <laughs> but I was like, the fact that, you know, saying she, like, we, we always see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. And even if right. we don't, I was like, if we arguing, it's legit because we had said, like, that's the thing. That's, that's one thing I will say. I don't like, we both competitive. Oh, I wish one of us. If one of us can just be competitive, it'll be fine. I honestly nah, we both competitive too. Like you, I don't like you can't it. Even, I don't like it. You can't even see us play cards together. Like it's 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 a hard it's a hard thing to watch because we real competitive. We go at each other, we talk shit to each other, like it oh, goes yeah, down. Nah. It goes down. Oh, like, yeah, it, yeah, about it, say, this, yeah. this table got some this table got some stories right here. Like this table I'm sitting at right now got some stories about me and her and some cards or a board game. Like we go at it. So I, I get it. I get it about having a competitive spouse. Like I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I get no. that. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard sometimes. It's hard, yeah. especially yeah. when you, especially, especially when you lose to them and they talk shit. Yeah, that shit's hard. That's your heart swallowed. Uh, don't even worry about. It. We run the back to. I win. I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> it's been nice. I gave up. Like fuck it. Like you just winning too much, and I can't do. Like I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, man. But so. Another episode down, folks. Again, we want to thank y'all for all the views, all the new subscribers. Remember, um, August, what's the date again that we're doing the uh, giveaway? Uh, I want to say I said August 1st, or what's on? Let me look at my calendar since I pull it out real quick. I want to say it was August 1st, though, which is a Sunday, so I might push it out to like that. For school over here, it starts over over here, it starts at the 23rd, so I can push it I'll push it to the 9th of August. Okay, so August 9th, 
whoever are the first 50 subscribers will go we're going to do a we're going to do our uh, randomizer and we're going to pick a random name and they're going to get a $100 gift card. We um we definitely need to get the 50. We had 30 right 31 right now. I'm so happy that we had 31 goals. We got goals here. We're trying to get the 50 from 50 to 100. You know, we want these subscribers. We want you guys to follow the show. Keep up with us. Comment, like, send us emails. Tell us how we can improve. Tell us something that you want us to talk about. We all, right. all for it. We here. We definitely want to thank y'all for watching. We want to thank y'all for enjoying us so far in these first five episodes. It's been a lot of fun. Like I said, we go back to our regular schedule next week. We'll be back to the to the Friday the Friday release dates, and mm-hmm. we'll be back on our time frame. Um, brother, brother Butler, anything you want to say to the folks? Um, I just want to say that we got a lot of stuff coming up. Like you said, we talked about spouses. Our spouses would definitely be on here. That's going to be an episode you guys don't want to miss. I promise you that. It's going to be a lot of laughs. I can tell you that. Uh, yes. Because when the four of us get in the room, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to be said. Um, uh, to, uh, I, I want to say between, uh, if not next week, it'll be the week after. Um I'm gonna kind of go into uh, kind of go into my little life story a little bit. We'll give y'all insight on uh, how I grew up. I kind of grew up in a unique lifestyle. Uh, yeah, we're people, gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about uh, that. Some people are not gonna like this conversation, but we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk I, about it. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know it's gonna be some heads that roll. Yeah, it's but it. It is what it we're is. gonna talk about it, and it's his story. He wants to, and he wants to express it. So we're gonna we're gonna sit back as fans. Me too. I'm gonna listen, even though I know most of it. But we're gonna sit here and we're gonna listen. We're gonna hear him out and speak his piece. And um, then, uh, last but not least, I've literally been on the phone right now. I've been talking to uh, a, a sergeant first class in the United States Army. As first name Latoya, last name Green. She is. Uh, if you haven't heard, she's been very big on the the change of the PT program in the Army for all my people that know. It's a quick little background. Uh, females get taped differently than males. Right. When it comes to height and weight standards. Uh, if a girl is thick or whatever, uh, or she got hips, I'll just say hips. Um, mm-hmm. they, they could be fit. They could have a 300 PT, but they break uh, height and weight or they don't pass tape. It has right. all, uh, all taping is if you don't pass the BMI index, whatever you gotta hop on, get your body, next tape. Body, so, body so mass index. Everybody, yes. everybody, help people out who know the body mass index. So, yeah, so if you don't get your body mass index right or whatever, it's a chart. Like I said, you go and yes. break all that down. So, it's a chart. If you don't meet the army standards, then you gotta get tape. And females are hitting it a little bit harder than males. So, she talked about because males of can cheat. Because oh, yeah. males can cheat. Oh, yeah. And I'm speaking from experience. Males can cheat. I pass oh, yeah. body mass index every PT test. I know how to pass it. It's down to a science. Yeah. No, it's, it's real. Easy. Say, everybody say, it's real easy. And I feel like. It ain't hard. But for women, it's hard. It's definitely hard for yeah. women. Because you, you can't do the cheat methods that men can do. Because their bodies yeah. are just not built that way. So exactly. it's just not possible. It's just not possible. And she's going to talk about a lot of stuff that happens in the Army. Uh, that's the one that I'm gonna try to get as many people I can to view, uh, or 
I might even have more than one person that come on the show to talk. Or we have like a little forum just to talk about it. Right. Uh, and we'll let you guys know when that episode comes out. But that's an episode as well. You're not going to want to miss, especially mm-hmm. to all my military folk. Everybody knows yes. Sean Green in the military community. She's known. She's out there. She's 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 known. She's been on a lot of uh, NCOPDs. That's basically an NCO meeting. We just talked about stuff that's happening in the army. That doesn't need to talk about that whole uh, forty-five thing that happened earlier mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the past couple of years. Yeah, we're gonna talk about stuff like that. Uh, how we felt as black people, the commander in chief, and some of the things he was saying and doing. Uh, so a lot of stuff, a lot of race, race in the army. She's gonna talk about all that. So. Just stay tuned. We're going to get more in depth with a lot of the topics that, you know, that are talked about around the uh, around the barbecue, around the smoke pit. Uh, right. I, on behalf of on my side, I just want to say uh, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. It, it means a lot, honestly. This is the thing that we had in the works for a while, and uh, I appreciate everybody that kind of tuning in and whatnot. And all the support back home. I'm not home, but I appreciate everybody like kind of supporting back home. All my family out there that's watching or whatever. I really do appreciate y'all tuning in on behalf of this this decided to be. So yeah. Right. <laughs> so again, again, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. First time listeners, last time listeners, and all our supporters, thank y'all for tuning in. Be on the lookout for another show that we're going to do with another group of podcasters called Two Kings Two One Two Two Kings Two One Five, which is my cousin Nye and his partner Ace. They will be on the show soon as well. That's going to be a big one. <sighs> we're going to talk some real topics on there. Some grown men. Everybody's wait. everybody's married too, so this is going to be a, one of those shows where we Ooh. we delve into marriage and we delve into the, the husband side of things. So be on the lookout for that show. Um, be on the lookout. For when this show drops, you know, I, I try to drop the shows as soon as possible. Uh, that's really it. I got to go to a candlelight visual for a kid that we lost around here. So I got to get out of here. Um, rest in peace to my young boy, KJ, man. Long live KJ, man. Love you, kid. Definitely going to miss you, kid. Um, to everybody who know me, I'll see y'all next week. Have a great week. And that's the pod for today. B&B, we off the clock until next week. See y'all then. Clocking out.